We'll enter at number six. Crushes him like a grape. Welcome back to the Stupid and Delicious Wrestling Podcast. Ta-da! We're not dead. In case anybody was wondering. I mean, I'm always a little bit wondering. If we're dead? If we're dead. Just like a Matrix style, like, are we really alive kind of thought? No, just like the amount of stuff we have to do. Did we finally just crack under the pressure? (laughs) And now we're dead. We're teachers. We cracked a long time ago. I think I came out cracked. Alright, fair enough. Uh, yeah, it's a Sunday afternoon. We haven't done this in at least a month, if not two months. Whatever. Because we got two shows to cover. <laughs> well, it's been weird. We've been busy. We're always busy. Beginning There's of never the- not busy, but beginning of the semester and beginning of the school year is yeah. especially busy. Yeah, and then spring, adapting to everything I need to do in a new school year is always a pain in the ass. So every year's a new year. Yeah, and has new year issues. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I couldn't be lucky enough to keep my tiny caseload this year. Of course, I'm back to full. Don't you wish your job was stressful like mine? I don't think anyone wishes it was stressful like ours. Yeah, that's why there are so few teachers. Underpaid, overstressed, and underappreciated. Man, that's the trifecta of shittiness. Yep. Oh, I read this... But hey, we get state benefits. Completely unrelated to wrestling. I read this fantastic article the other day that was talking about stop saying there's a teacher shortage. There's not a teacher shortage. It's not like there aren't people out there. People just are choosing not to go into this profession because yep. they're underpaid, underappreciated, underfunded, undersupported. Well, they're up, actively choosing not to take this job. Straight up, there are people quitting teaching to go work at Target. Yeah, so there's so. there's a huge reduction in the number of people who are choosing to become teachers and then the number of teachers who stop teaching after their first year and then the number of teachers who stop teaching before seven years is up is massive. Like, there's there's such a high turnover rate because... So I'm in year seven now. So have I have I cleared that hurdle? Am you've, I good? You've cleared the hurdle, apparently. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Unless you're an outlier, and then who knows? Yeah, I'm always an outlier. Yep. My existence is an outlier. Uh, you ain't wrong there. Um, but yeah, it was a great article. They were like, stop saying there's a teacher shortage. There's not a teacher shortage. There are people out there. They're just actively choosing not to do this job. Yeah. I mean, it's been the type of busy where, like, I canceled WWE Network type of busy. Yep. I don't think I've watched a full Raw in a month and a half. Oh, at least, if not longer. Um, I usually make it through SmackDown. I don't make it through Raw. You do not make it through SmackDown. Not awake. <laughs> if you're not awake, but it doesn't no, count as making there's it There's a through. difference between 
I turn it on and go, this is boring, and go to bed, versus I'm trying to watch it, but I fall asleep on the couch. That's, that's different. It's not different. It's not. How is you that not don't different? watch it. Yeah. <laughs> you do not gain that information through osmosis. Yeah, fair enough. You are not a semi-permeable membrane. <laughs> you sure? Positive. Um, so, while we're on that subject, I mean, I don't have a lot of life updates since last time. School started. We talked about the new car last time. Like, I don't think there's a lot new since then. I applied for graduation. I got yeah. my cap and gown. Yeah, but, I mean, that's... We already talked about it was your final year, so... Um, is there anything else that happened? Oh, so... Because of what I do for my form of teaching, I have to troubleshoot a lot of technology, including hearing aids, cochlear implants, FM systems, all these other things. But to troubleshoot them, you have to be able to hear. So that doesn't go well. (laughs) So I've contacted someone who would know, out of everyone around here, she would be the person to contact about What do I do? Because there's this thing that I'm sure 99.99% of the people listening to this don't know about. Basically, it's an audiologist stethoscope. And so it's got tubes that you put into your ear as the listener. And it comes down to one tube. And you know how a normal stethoscope has the part that you would put on a person's chest? Yeah. So there, there's a little cup. And you stick the part of the hearing aid that the person puts in their ear. So you can hear and see if the hearing aid is processing correctly. Hmm. Basically, you hear through the hearing aid. All right. The problem is, I can't do that because I can't put the stethoscope in my ear. While you have hearing aids. While I have hearing aids in. Yeah. So, I contacted her. I was like, um, what do I do? (laughs) So, it'll be interesting to see if she has a solution to that. Okay. But I... I got to meet some kids recently who were super excited that I had hearing aids because mm. they've never met a deaf, hard of hearing adult. They've never met a successful deaf, hard of hearing adult either just because they, they're they isolated. They're in mainstream well, programs. They're the only kid with hearing aids. They might be the only kid in the entire school. And I don't know if we've talked about this before, but like I know I've tried to talk about work less and less yeah. on the show. But at the same time, this isn't just a work thing. Kids need to know there's other people like them out there. Yeah. Because when I found that out, it literally changed my life. It does. It changes everything. And it, I feel like it, it's important for kids to see someone like you or someone like me, not just in teaching, but buying a house and driving a car and not living with their parents. And it's important. Representation matters and knowing... That someone can be successful mm-hmm. similarly to their track is important. Yeah. Because these kids have no idea. They've never Yeah. They've never seen anyone who wasn't quote unquote normal. I didn't meet anyone like me who was mainly physical and not a lot of mental until I wanna say I was twelve. I didn't meet anyone like me until I was in college. Yeah. So It's a thing that happens. Yeah. And so, if you have kids, try to expose them to different disabilities and different stuff so that they, A, so they know it's out there. Also, 
just so you know, it's okay if your kids ask me the same question every time I see them. I don't care. I would much rather a kid ask me a question than not know and wonder. My favorite, though, is when they see me and they're like, your legs didn't grow back. I'm like, nope. <laughs> that's, that's not that's how not that works. That's not a thing. I'm not a gecko. I think I've had kids at work who, like, they thought my legs were going to go back. And after the first weekend, they were like, wait, you still don't have legs. It's like, yeah. <laughs> um, it's very fascinating. Yeah, it's not really... so much anymore. It's usually the younger kids, but it's so much fun to be with kids. It, seriously, I wish I would much rather because the number of times we've had experiences where it's a kid asks a question and it's a negative experience is few and far between. I would much rather parents let their kids ask the questions they have. Well, negative on our end. Yeah. Because it's not few and far between that the kid asks a question and their mom slaps them. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. there, there have been... You made it sound like it was primarily well, positive. What I meant was the questions that the kids ask are primarily positive. There are a few kids who ask things that are inappropriate and, like, their parents should step in at that point. But for yeah. the most part, kids just are curious and they want to know. And well, like, I wish parents would let them ask those questions. One example, I was at a Walmart one time. And this little guy in front of me, he was probably, like, 9 or 10. Pretty sure he was autistic because he didn't really get social cues. So I told him my whole spiel that I always tell kids. And he thought it was cool. But then he was like, can I touch it? I was like... No. no, but I wasn't phased by it. His mom started apologizing. I'm like, it's fine. We're good. Well, and that's the thing. As functioning adults, we're completely capable of saying no, or I'd rather not talk about it, yeah. or that's not appropriate. I also think it's funny when I've had a kid for like three years and they just now have noticed my back's all fucked up. <laughs> They're like, man, what's that on your back? It's like... My spine. The same thing it's been for the past three years. Where the hell have you been? Also, a lot of times I say I swear at children. But you don't. I actually don't swear at the children. It's just a expression of my inner feelings. It is. Alright. Um, so this week is the week everything changes in wrestling. Because SmackDown will be on Fox. And AEW will be on Wednesday nights. Also, it's officially fall. It is officially fall. Whoop, whoop. Which makes Kat very excited. I'm still amazed you haven't Halloween decorated. Look, it's been excessively busy. I thought for sure, though, today when I gave you permission, you were immediately going to go to the garage and get Halloween stuff. You didn't, and I'm shocked. I would say appalled, but I'm not. I'm just shocked. I was worried about the rabbit hole I would go down because I haven't decided my costume for this year yet. Oh, Lord. We got to keep it cheap. Well, that was the thing. I have tons of costumes, which I'm trying to talk myself into using one that I've worn before. But I also, that hurts my heart because I love new costumes. See, I repeated costumes often it doesn't bother me it, it bothers me because i like making new costumes i have to yeah. start working on yours by the way anyway wait, wait, wait. you're gonna rewear and i'm not that's not gonna work i can rewear and you can make yourself something but but i've been wanting to make that for years like four true. years i've wanted to make that costume for you true it's gonna happen okay and i can do it on the cheap if we can do ish. it cheap that's fine. i can do it on the cheapish like under 50 bucks 
Oh, yeah. Okay. I think. Uh, yeah, I think. I don't I think like, I, can do I think. That. I think I can do that. I have to plan how to do that, but I'm pretty sure I can do that. Okay. It should be doable. Um, we need to go to the store soon, because there's something I need that I'm afraid will go away seasonally. Okay. Anyway. So. I was afraid if I started down the whole decorating thing, A, it takes me hours to do because of everything we have. She's also a perfectionist. That too. So, like, she'll put something somewhere and then about ten minutes later be like, no, no, this needs to be here and move it. So it's never actually done. Yeah, well, think about how long it takes me to do the gel clings on the storm door. Well, and then on top of that, like, we still don't have everything up in the house. And we've been here for two years. Yep. (laughs) It also doesn't help that I physically have to do all the decorating stuff. We could call friends and say, hey, come help us decorate, but we don't. Okay, so all of my friends, who I actually trust with power tools in my house, are allergic to cats. True. So I'd rather not kill my friends. The whole one person? The whole one person, (laughs) I was going to say, our... uh, Friends we're seeing tonight are also allergic to cats, which is why we're going to them and not. And our my in laws are allergic to cats, so it's really not like we have people well, around that. Let can me happen. be honest; I'm not too upset about that. <laughs> I'm glad my parents can't come judge us. <laughs> Valid, because they you that. they do judge me hard. They, they judge you; they don't judge me. No, they. Love I'm me. an angel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but anyway, um, so yeah, it's gonna be a weird week. Kat and I have reached an agreement. I'm only going to make her put up with two nights of wrestling instead of, like, five, which I would totally be capable of. I've decided, without Doug's knowledge, that those two are going to be NXT and AEW. Those are on the same night. Well, figure it out, Doug. And by figure it out, I mean AEW. (laughs) Yeah, like that's even a question. (laughs) Um, The good news is we have access to YouTube TV now. We do. So we could always watch NXT whenever because it goes on demand. So it also comes on Hulu. Yeah. So we have lots of options to catch up if need be. But since I canceled the network, can't really watch takeovers till the day after anymore. Oh no. But they're always gonna be on the same night as AEW. That's so the worst. That you're being sarcastic, but you now know that means the Sunday after there's going to be like eight hours of wrestling to watch, right? Yeah, but I can go out and do stuff. <laughs> um, so anyway. Sunday might be our day, but if you're dedicating it to wrestling, I can just dedicate it to not you. To playing on your phone. <laughs> that too. Or reading. Or um, actually being productive for the following week. So yeah, but I'm super excited about AEW. Speaking of which, we are going to the first AEW show in Charlotte. Yes, we are. Um... Which, by the way, huge shout out to Brian and Sam, because without them, it wouldn't have happened. Correct. And so, I didn't realize this until we were trying to get these tickets. Because I was like, oh, it's AEW, it's not going to be crazy to get tickets. I don't know why you ever thought that. I told you... Well, honestly... When the first AEW show dropped, I was like, this is going to be one of those things that you get it when you get it. Or it's gone. So, honestly, what I thought... One, I forgot. Because they went on sale while I was at work. Two, the second I realized that, 
I started doing my, okay, how do I get handicap tickets? And I don't understand how Ticketmaster does not get shut down by, like, the government. They have a monopoly on the whole fucking thing, and they charge you twice as much as your fucking ticket to use their website, which is just fucking dumb. You realize that every company everywhere, except for, like, itty-bitty independent mom-and-pop places are all owned by, like, the seven, same yeah, seven corporations. I know. I'm aware of that. It just pisses me off. Because, okay. Because, like, when Microsoft... Mac was still in town, but they weren't as big. Yeah. Microsoft got broken up. Yeah. So Ticketmaster owns StubHub and, like, half of the resale sites. Yep. How is no one going, this is not okay, and you're stifling competition? People just pay it. And I'm like, y'all are idiots. Why? Why? Put this company out of business. Because fuck Ticketmaster. I hate them. So anyway. You you good? No, because it should not cost $77 for two $22 tickets. I don't disagree with you. It pisses me off. But again. But I'm just not going to hold on to that grudge. Oh, no. I hold on to it because it's so much less convenient already (laughs) for us to get handicapped seats. I know, And then it's doubly inconvenient because Ticketmaster charges more. Because I could have just gone on my phone and gotten handicapped seats and it could have been over and done with if they had been $44. But for $77, that was a whole nother ballgame. I get it. Because when I see something, it's like, free! So I go look at it and then it's like, oh no, you have to pay $40 shipping. I was like, that's not free. Exactly. (laughs) That's $40 shipping. And charging me a... I could travel to that place and get it. Charging me a $15 convenience fee? That's not convenient. It's not convenient at all. You want to do one or two bucks? I'm cool with that. I'll let you do five, even. I, I will slide... Yeah, five and under. Okay, cool. To save me a headache, I will pay that. I'm not paying 15 bucks a ticket. You know what I hate at this point? What? When I get charged like a 2 or $3 processing fee anywhere for using a card i was like yeah that happens on our water bill every if month. It's, i'm like fuck it i'm just paying it i get it if it's one of those like prepaid walmart gift card things okay but if it comes from a a bit a bank <laughs> a yeah. full-size bank it shouldn't matter i should not get charged one would think that wouldn't you um but anyway, I'm super excited about going to AEW. I know. Um, you it, tried telling me, oh no, we're not going to go. I knew better than that shit. <laughs> I knew. I called you on it the second you said it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it feels... I'm trying to think how to put this. I know I tweeted a lot about it, but like, it doesn't feel like a big company. Yes, but it is. It's a multi-million dollar company, <laughs> but, I mean, we've seen these guys... It still feels indie. ...in armories, yeah. in, and met them, and had conversations with them. Some of them we have banned from our show. Like, I don't know. I don't regret that at all. I'm not saying you should. <laughs> He's a douchebag. After that whole thing came out on my friend's Facebook, I was like, fucking knew it! Garbage human! Yeah, we're not even going to mention his name. You um, know. You know you, who you are. You know who he is. You garbage piece you of shit. You know who he is. Uh, fuck him. But yeah, I mean, Leva's there, and 
the Bucks are there, and it, I love Leva. It just I love her. It gimmick. doesn't feel. Yeah. Okay. So people bitch about this librarian gimmick. I think it's fantastic. I think it's funny. I think it's fantastic. People are like, "Man, this is the worst part of AEW." I'm like, "Y'all need to learn to have fun." No, Jericho is the worst part of AEW. Worse than he who shall not be named. Yes. Wow, that's impressive. Because he who cannot be named, I can at least understand why people enjoy that person's wrestling. Right, because it's part of wrestling to have that character. Yeah, Jericho is so, just an old. Fart. Jericho's just old and fat, and I hate him. Can we talk about how he lost the belt the night he won it because he got drunk at a Longhorn Steakhouse? Also, who goes to Longhorn Steakhouse when you have that kind of money? Okay. When you have Ruth Chris money, why are you going to Longhorn? I don't know. Maybe he, maybe he likes the bread. I have no idea. But again, you have Ruth Chris money. Yeah. Why the fuck are you at Longhorn? I don't know. Because, yeah, Jericho's not hurting on the bank account. Right? Because um, he, he's one of those guys who quits wrestling and goes and just appears in Sharknado 3 for 10 minutes and... Is fine with that. Yeah. I mean... Um, God, it was so satisfying when he gets eaten in that movie. It really is. Uh, I'm hoping there are other wrestlers in 4, 5, and 6. Because Kurt Angle was in one and then Jericho was in one. Are we going to binge that? Not this week, but maybe. Dope. Maybe next weekend? No, you're gone. I'm Never gone mind. next weekend. Well, the weekend after that. Okie doke. Um, anyway. Yeah, so I'm super excited. I think it's really cool. Uh, I don't think we've recorded since All Out. Hangman rode a fucking horse to the ring. Yeah, he did. Um, and did you hear what he named the horse? Hunter Horse Helmsley. I think I heard that at the time, but I forgot <laughs> it. Look how majestic our producer looks. Yep. Yep. He looks like he could ride a horse into the room right He's now. He's staring off into the middle distance very dramatically. Um... You watch parts of All Out. Mm-hmm. You enjoy. I watched uh, all of All Out. There was some of it you were not as into, though. I was still watching it. I was Fair just enough. half watching it. I was ADHD, ADD watching it. Okay. Um, That's a thing. What do you think overall? I know you loved Bucks and Lucha Brothers. Yeah, that, that, that match was spectacular. That shit is probably going to be my match of the year. I don't see anything topping that. Really? Not even the live match we saw recently? It's close. Wow. That ladder, those four in a ladder match that crazy is something else. Oh, it was spectacular. I'm yeah. not disagreeing with you. But, um, yeah, I hate when, I understand why they put the belt on Jericho. I don't. But that should not have been the main event. It should have been Bucks and Witch Brothers. Yes, it but should have. Maybe I'm crazy. Also, Orange Cassidy get the getting the Undertaker lights out appearance treatment was the fucking best. There's this kid I work with, and he walks like Orange Cassius with his hands in his pockets and like has that same swagger, and he's itsy bitsy, like short and thin, like railroad thin. My it's only so regret cute. about Orange Cassidy being signed is I won't get to meet him anytime soon. No, go meet him in Charlotte. You think so? Yes. They are announcing meet and greets. I just don't know how much they cost and who will be on it. Um, which is more than WWE can say they do. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. How about this? What? I will let you meet Orange Cassius, 
but I will not let you pay for the books since you've met them before. Oh, no. I'm not paying for the books because I've met them twice. I love them. Also, we don't have books money. Uh, actually, it'd probably just be like 30 bucks usually. That's how much they were at Ring of Honor. 30 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Thanks. I was proud um, of it. But, yeah. I'm, I'm real excited. I, I hope the shows are as good as I'm expecting. Um, also, in other wrestlingness that isn't specifically PWX, a lot of our friends are working on a pretty big platform right now, and it's super cool, and I'm glad they're having this opportunity to show what they can do other places. Um, yeah. So... All the New Japan shows that our friends have been working this weekend. Oh, okay. I was like, I have no clue what you're referencing. Yeah. They, our, our friends basically were doing the production for a... Oh, I did know that. New Japan show in that. New York, Philly, and Boston. I did know This that. week. And they swung by WWE headquarters to take a picture. Because <laughs> why not? Because why not? If you're up there. Um, but yeah. There, there was this weirdness last night with the ambulance crew and whatever, and I can't wait to find out who did that shit. I, I'm fascinated by this. Basically, somebody fraudulently called the ambulance company because you can't run a wrestling show at that venue without the ambulance company and said the show was canceled when it was not, if anyone missed this last night. Newsbreak. It was Meltzer. It was Meltzer. <laughs> Uh, Meltzer and some other journalists have been getting into it on Twitter. Like, just... Meltzer, for me, is, like, the Trump of the wrestling world. Man, that's harsh. I don't love Meltzer, but... But I I just get this, like, fake news vibe from him every time. And I think it's because... Of who used to follow him, like, the Bible? Exactly. Yeah. I think it's because of the Meltzer fans that I'm like, oh yeah. god. No, people no. who love Meltzer really love Meltzer. I'm like, you know what? I appreciate he tries to keep people informed, but the thing is, he's not always right. And there's been stuff he's given like two stars. I'm like, that was fantastic. Fuck you. Yeah. Um. But anyway, for me, he is the Trump of wrestling all right i i don't actually think he is he thinks sarah shockey is funny so does that help he like really likes sarah shockey. i mean it's impossible not to like sarah shockey she is amazing she is delightful i am sad i couldn't go to charlotte the other week and meet marty because it was on a not that i don't want to meet marty you'd rather meet sarah but i'm really like sarah is bucket list marty is like oh this would be nice oh if he's around what's up yeah yeah i got you yeah um so, yeah. Uh, anything else that's not PWX specific? Uh, Doug went out the other night with some friends. And he went to this bar. And so I asked, well, it's a brewery. I asked him to get me some cider. Yep. Because they make really, well, they have really good cider on tap. Did they Normally, make it or was it another company's? I don't know if they I think it was another company's. Regardless. Yeah. They have really spectacular cider that you can then bring home with you. So I asked him to pick me up someone who was there. And he looked, and they didn't have any. And he's like, there's no cider. And I was like, well, shit. What else do they have? And he's like, they have seltzer. Damn you, White Claw! 
Yeah. It was the best moment of my night. And I wish I could say, like, I was super hammered texting that. No, I wasn't. You were it was just me. Sober. Um, I can't do seltzer. Like, I wanted to like this, but there's something about the flavor in seltzer. I can't drink it. Like, one of my kids had a seltzer thing. A non alcoholic seltzer? Yeah, a non alcoholic seltzer because his mom tries to keep him off sugar, which is great for her. But I saw the flavor. I was like, man, that sounds pretty good. So he's super sweet and he brought me one. I took like two sips. Uh, seltzer for me is real hit or miss. It's um, not like if I have a choice, it's not what I'm going to pick. Yeah. But if my options are that. Or beer. Or beer. Yeah. You don't like seltzer. Beer. Or if it's that or questionable water, I'll go with seltzer. All right. Fair. All right. Um, or that or dark soda or anything with caffeine. Yeah. Fair. I, yeah, I've got nothing else wrestling-wise except for PWX, so are you ready to cover two shows? Uh, after my question is answered, yes. why do you have a luchador? You put that there. <laughs> it's in my sticky notes one day. Uh, don't delete it! <laughs> okay. You put a picture of myself on my computer and told me to check my phone from you. Mm, that sounds about Because right. you figured that would make me more likely to check my phone. Which you were 100% correct. Alright, you can delete it now. Okay. Um, How old is that? August 6th. Nice. Delete. Alright. Do so, you not get rid of your sticky notes after you get whatever you need from them? Um, sometimes no, because I'm going back to them to like retweet for the show and stuff. But I can get rid of some of these. I would appreciate that. It's not your computer. It does. Guys, Doug has the most anxiety-inducing desktop desktop in the world. It is Same with his phone. A, the organization makes no goddamn sense. Correct. B, there are so many shortcuts. And so many tabs. And so many windows open. Always. The How big is your screen? Whatever the biggest laptop you can buy is. So like 17... 17 to 19. 17 yeah. to 19. It is entirely full of shortcuts. I would like to point out that is no longer true. Mm-hmm. I don't believe you. Boom. Oh, I'm sorry. It's like a third of the um, way full. It's All a third of the way full. It used to be completely full. Yeah, but I cleaned it up. Right At now. least right now they're in nice neat rows. Sometimes they are just Sometimes they're just everywhere. Scattered yeah. everywhere. And it irks my asshole to no end. Uh, he's one of those people that you look at his phone and he's got several thousand emails. Yeah. Literally, it'll be like four thousand three hundred and twenty seven like emails. One thousand one hundred and ninety three at the moment. Yeah. He'll have a crap ton of text messages, a crap ton of Phone calls. I have no texts. And voicemails. 32 phone notifications. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He'll have shit on, like, other messaging platforms, and I'm just like, oh my god, clear them out! <laughs> Either listen to them and delete them, or just delete them. But dear god, make the notification go away. And what she doesn't realize is now at this point, I partially leave it just to bother her. No, I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. 
Because that's what marriage is really about. Is finding the little ways to dig at your spouse. Yeah. Because you don't hate them. exploiting the shit out of it. You don't hate them, but you like to piss them off just a little bit. You do realize I could broadcast all the things that piss you off. Oh, yeah, I know. Then it will occur... Constantly. Forever from outside sources. I know. I have specifically not told your sister-in-law certain things about you because she would exploit the shit out of them. Like how easy I get scared? Yes. Fucking hate. So you're welcome. (laughs) Oh. That's real love. That is real love. But the number of times that I wanted to tell her, like, your two major fears is astronomically high. Yep. Yep. Is it enjoyable? Yeah, it was. Do you want to try? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. So we bought these things for our washer to try to get pet hair off. And they've got little paw holes. And Well, they're not really paw holes. They're well, there's a paw shape on it with four pad holes. So we are putting our fingers through them to, because we're children. Because we're children. <laughs> All right. You ready for some PWX? Yeah, we can do that. All right. So I'm going to warn y'all. It's been at least a month and a half since we watched Land of Opportunity. Because we watched it like the night it dropped on High Spots. We watched from home because yeah. it's a Saturday show, or it was a Saturday yes. show, and Saturday shows and are a no go. I am, I have learned the hard way too many times. Yeah, I, it's we've, just not worth it. We've tried, me. and it's just it's not possible. It has to be like X sixteen level for me to risk it. Yeah, and even then, last X sixteen, I was sick the whole time. You were. Um. So it's really not worth it for us on Saturday shows and. Just a heads up, we love y'all, but we will be missing a lot of shows in the upcoming months. Because, because you made them all Saturday They're shows. all on Saturday. I get that. You gotta make your money where the business is, I understand. But one, you're not too tore up about not going, so... Because it's back in the worst town we've ever been in. Yeah, no, fuck that place. So, but we'll just watch on High Spots, and um, we'll still keep track and do updates when we can. It's just... Give us time. It may be a two or three show episode every time because it's school year and shit sucks. Also, those sandy vagina bitches who think they got our seats because they're sneaky, I I want to crush I want to crush their little dreams so much. <sighs> so much. Here's my thing, and I'm I'm not gonna get specific. You can get specific, I'm not going to. But my thing is the seats are reserved at this point, except for Pure. Yes. But if it's at Pure or Hebron and it's not reserved, they have to show up like three hours early. At least. Because they're always right by the door. My assumption is they have no life. Right. That's kind of where I'm at, too. And I like, I like the older part of their crowd. I don't. You don't like them? I have no reason to like them. I have They've no, moved seats for us before, which I is why no I like them. I have no interaction with them. They have moved... But I hate people that they're with, therefore... Right. They have moved for our friends to sit with us before. That's good. So I, I'm cool with them. They're very nice people. However, the younger members of that group piss me the fuck off. They're dumb cunts. Yeah. Alright, so we watched from home, and it was really a bummer, because I wanted to go to this live with the card, but unfortunately, it was on Saturday... So, if we don't get super specific, it's no um, fault of your it's match. It's Jason Kate's fault. It is Jason Kate's fault. But also, it's no fault of your match. It's just, 
we watched it like a month and a half ago, and it's not like we rewatched it before recording. And we didn't take notes. Yeah. I've stopped taking notes on shows. I know. I, because you miss too much. Yeah. Um, all right. So, Land of Opportunity was in Gastonia, and the first match was Saeed Al Sabah versus Tracer X. Two guys we love. Yes. Very, very much. Very um, much so, yes. Tracer's been adding some new stuff to the move set, and I appreciate that because I feel like uh, for a while there he was kind of rolling on what he had. Yeah, I don't and, disagree with that. And now he's incorporating some new stuff, and I really appreciate that. I need him to do an inverted 450. I know you do. Uh, we also need him to somehow work in a dinosaur move. I mean, he's got several dinosaur moves, but I need He doesn't realize he does them, though. I, I know. We have I've got, talked to him about it. We have got to catch the T-Rex stomp on video. Because he does it almost every match. But it's not at the same time, and there's yeah. not, like, there is no any kind of tell. To it. So it's like, oh, shit, get our phone. And then by the time we get the phone out, it's, it's already over. Yep. Um, but yeah, so this was the high-flying quickness I expected um, from them. What is that? There's something at some point, this is super specific, where there's like, they coming at them with that heat hotness. What? I don't know. It's it's From a, the match? No. From pop culture somewhere. Coming at them with the heat hotness? And it's not a direct quote, but it's something akin to that. I told you it was super specific. I have no idea, but if you have any idea what Kat is talking about, please tweet us and let me <laughs> fucking know. Good luck, Good luck. guys. Um, but yeah, I, I love Saeed. I love Tracer. Um, I think both of them are great. I still don't understand how Saeed wrestles and what he does. I still don't understand how Saeed does the things he does in general. Like, the moves he does and the amount of flips and spins. And I'm just like, the hell? It reminds me of that song, That Thing You Do. Yep. Yep. Alright, anything else about Saeed and Tracer? No. No? Are you I'm sorry. Are you trying to look up the heat and hotness thing? I'm gonna say yes, but that's a lie. So you're just getting distracted by your phone? Maybe a little. It's a food thing! You're gonna offend Tracer. Tracer, I love you. We're gonna have to talk about him for two hours on the next show. He cares anymore. I think he does not care about our friendship. Mm. Harsh, harsh. Look, all right. I, I, I'll, I'm not afraid to say it. I don't think Tracer's my friend anymore. I think he doesn't care. Interesting. Yeah, he doesn't talk to me anymore. Interesting. I would say it hurts my feelings, but it doesn't. Like I get it. Shit happens. All right. You're busy. You think you're too good for me? It's fine, Tracer. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, I was there for you when no one else was, and I made you dinosaurs, but it's cool. It's cool. Ignore me. It's fine. Not upset about it. I'm not even mad. (laughs) All right. Not even salty. Okay. We believe that real, real talk there. Right? Like, it doesn't offend me at all that at multiple shows I've been at lately, he just... Hasn't acknowledged me. Hasn't initiated anything. No, doesn't hurt my feelings. Okay. Doesn't hurt my feelings. (laughs) At all. I don't lay awake at night crying about it. I don't know what you're talking about. 
She actually doesn't, so I don't know where she's going with this, but whatever. Why you gotta ruin things? <laughs> you can't just let me have my moment. Nope. Fuck that's you. my job. You try to create a moment, and I shit all over it. That, that's our gimmick. <laughs> that does sound like every day of our life. And that's our gimmick in real life, too. Yeah. It's every yeah. day of our life. Alright. Next match is the one I was most upset about missing live. The ladder match? Nope. Effie versus Sugar Dunkerton. Oh, yeah. Shug, we miss you. We love you. I really, really want to be it there Europe. and see you. Yeah, he's absolutely just, like, destroying everything in Europe in the best way. Um, he's killing it. Him and Effie was hysterical, but technical. <laughs> but technical. Yeah, and then there was some, some buttage later. <laughs> also, the interview with Chastity talking about... He was, like, nervous, and that's why he wasn't as big. Hilarious. But technical. Yeah. Acknowledge my joke. I did. Acknowledge it better. You always want me to acknowledge it better. That's inauthentic. I want to be authentic. I made a TIE fighter. Out of alligator clips? Out of alligator clips. Pew, pew. Pew, 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 pew. Um, What did you think of... Effie and Shug. It was so good. Yeah, I, I could watch so that good. a lot more. Forever and ever. Yes. And Fantastic. ever. And ever. Yeah. They both have spectacular entrances. They have spectacular entrances. They have spectacular characters. They're really good in ring. They can both do technical and comedy. They're the full package. Yep. Yeah. Package motions. Got it. Oh, man. Yeah. You know you cheapen it when you don't laugh. Huh? You cheapen it when you don't laugh. laugh. (laughs) What can I say? I'm all about that cheap dick. That is (laughs) extremely upsetting. (laughs) Um, No, but Effie and Shug are two of my favorite people in the indies. And I really... I'm so glad Shug has found a platform where he feels like he can express himself and be him and do his thing but i also miss him so fucking much i also miss him he's so fantastic and he deserves every opportunity he's getting and i hope he continues to get opportunities like that but man i miss him you know what confuses me again not at all related to wrestling the add is out in full force today people i'm ready compasses Like, how they work? No, I understand how they work. I don't know how to read them. Because I never know which side is the north side. Especially if you'll have ones that have two colored needles. Or Mm. it's just a blank needle. And there's no coloring whatsoever. I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to know which side is north? Fair. Fair. And then a lot of compasses around here are faulty because they're real shitty. Yeah. And so they don't work anyway. So they just kind of swing haphazardly. So they just kind of wiggle it. To make it point random direction. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. great, this doesn't do me any good. Yeah. Alright. Anything else on Effie and Shug? Just we love them. And you want Effie's purple jacket like God, more than so you want badly. anything on this planet. So badly. Alright, we love them. Next up. Are you ready? I'm ready. Grit versus Zach Cooper and Logan Creed. Um... This was exactly what I expected. Monsters trying to kill each other, and then Zach Cooper being a slight douchebag and leaving Logan alone so he would get beat up. Whoa now. What? Whoa now. 
I like Zach Cooper, but it was kind of a douche move. Whoa now. What? It's not a douche move. It's a baby Walter move? It is just the appropriate move for the fact that they have heat. Okay. He's not a douche. I really like him. (laughs) Don't be mean to him. I want to protect him. I want him to wrestle more. Agreed. Anywhere we can see him. But what I liked about this... I do this, love his baby Walterness, though. Yeah. What I liked about this is they're finally starting to give Grit their due. Yeah. Like, they are finally looking legitimate and not just like... They're looking like their own thing. They're looking like their own thing. They're looking like actual monsters. Because they used to advertise them as the monsters, and then they always got beat, so it made no damn sense. You know? I'm wondering if that's... uh change in leadership maybe maybe Maybe. they believe in themselves perhaps what if what if jason cade is like their peter pan what if jason cade is like the life coach for the syndicate no that's the tommy thomas yeah so why is cade peter pan because it's like hook no because they're like tinkerbell how are Okay, do you not do you not know the story of what happens with Tinkerbell? Tinkerbell dies and you clap and she comes back to life. Okay. It's I believe in fairies. But you have to clap while you do it. Uh there's some debate on that, depending okay. on which version you go with. But yes, Peter starts the I believe in fairies thing because the reason Tink died is she was... drank his poison. Okay. And he they had been in a fight previously and he he was like I don't believe in you, you don't matter, blah 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 and he spurned her. And so he was the one that started I believe in fairies. Okay. So Jason Cade started the I believe in grit essentially. Okay. And then they they came back to life and they uh, they gained their confidence and they I'm just glad the crowd is getting behind them. Yeah. Um Do you get my my reference now? Yes. Though? We'll get more into this later on the crowd getting behind them, but, like... Do you mean at show numero do? Yeah. At, at show numero dos. Um, I did it in French. I did it in Spanish, because that's what I know better. It sounded like you were correcting me, and I didn't no. say it incorrectly. I was not correcting you. I knew it was French. I was just doing the language I knew. Do you know how to say it in Russian? Hell no. I don't either. <laughs> but, um... not that cool... Very interesting that the syndicate has turned a corner on being hated. Because I don't think they're actually hated anymore. Well, here's the problem. The baby faces of the company right now no one gives a shit about. Right. Or don't want. All, all the baby faces we liked aren't around right now. When you have baby Except faces. Except for Ethan. Which... Who people don't want. Yeah. They are going to become fans of heels. Yep. Because a heel who does his job well is always better than a babyface you don't want. Well, and then on top of that, like, these guys have literally for years been putting their body on the line. Yeah. Like, and not just, like, here and there, like, once a year. Like, every other month they're doing a hardcore match or a ladder match or a street fight or whatever. And you're just like... You guys are fucking crazy. And y'all are amazing and entertaining. Well, and they also are bringing awareness and acknowledging that as fans, we're tired of being force-fed Skylar and Hollis. And it's kind of accidental Daniel Bryan. Yeah. 
because the way Daniel Bryan became as important as he did as a face was Vince just shitting on him for three years. Yeah. And he was like, fuck you, I'm going to succeed anyway. And that's kind of where the syndicate's at. Like, they've become the Daniel Bryans. They have. It's weird, because none of them should be the underdogs. Because they're all beasts in their own way. Yep. But it's interesting how the booking decisions of the past couple of years have led to the opposite effect of what they wanted for these guys. Yeah. Because they're still booking them as the bad guys. Which is odd right now. Well, is it? Is it odd? No, it's not, but that's okay. <laughs> but anyways, um, love love where Grit's going. I, I honestly think they've earned a run with the belts if Revolt isn't holding them. Yeah. But... Absolutely. Hell, Boss has earned a run with any belt he fucking wants, but we'll get into that later. Alright, next up was Moose versus Mason Miles. Moose. Mason Miles has to be one of the most underrated guys in the Carolinas. I love watching him work. He's fantastic. He is spectacular. His character work, his ring work, everything is just on point. He sells for people... He's a hell of a guy. But he'll also, like, he gets his shit in without looking like he's a no-selling son of a bitch. Mason Miles is a, a great guy. Fucking great guy. Cat <laughs> was going for the letter, Kenny. I was really waiting for it. I was like, God um, damn it, dog, do it. I mean, Moose threw him around like a fucking ragdoll. God, Mason sells so well. Uh-huh. But he is also so talented. Yes. And the meme game post this match was strong. Yeah. Um, I honestly don't understand why Mason's not there every month. I don't either. Because I think heel or face, whatever He's they want to do with him. so good. He, he would take the company in a positive direction. Yeah. Um, this was great. Probably one of the better matches of the night. Um, I think oh, yeah. This was probably the third best match of the night after Effie Shug in the ladder match. Yeah. Um, really, really fantastic. Um, Mason just kills it, and we need more of him. And he tells a story with his yeah. matches every time. And I like Moose, but just so everyone's aware, apparently there's some stuff floating around that he got a domestic violence charge a few years ago. That sucks. So I'm a little, like, turning away from him as a person, but ring work, he's fine. Um, not really my favorite type of wrestler, so. Alright, anything else about that one? Nope. Yeah. It, it's hard to remember when it's been a month and a half, but I, I know Mason sold like a motherfucker. He did. Years, and it was fantastic. Um, so good. All right. Next up was Revolt versus Jake Manning and a mystery partner. Or was it just a mystery tag? How was it? It was an open challenge, I think. There you go. I was hoping it was going to be Jake in the tent. I really... <laughs> was it? I really wanted the tent to be... Um, I want to know the shit that tent's been talking. Right? I don't speak tent, but I need to know. I don't either. Um... 
So, Revolt versus Great Outdoors, which... Maybe if we do some ayahuasca, we will understand Tim. Mm, maybe. Or whatever the second thing Matt Seidel did was called. Peyote? No, he did... Sativa? No, it wasn't Sabia? anything I'd ever heard of before. I need to go back and listen to that Colt Cabana again so I get the name of it. Because he did the ayahuasca and it didn't even, like, phase him. And then he did the other shit and he said he has superpowers now. And I'm like, yes, Matt Seidel. Yes. <laughs> Have you ever been so high you had superpowers? But he said after he came down, he still had the superpowers. It, that, that episode of Colt Cabana is one of my favorite things ever because it's a fascinating look at a talented guy who has done a lot of drugs, and I'm not sure he's lying. So here's the thing. People assume that if you've done a lot of drugs, you can't be successful. Yeah. No. Or that you're an addict. I know addict. some very productive drug users. Right? I know yeah. plenty of people who are drug users and are perfectly successful humans. Yeah. Absolutely. And are not addicts. They are just like, I enjoy this. Yeah. Um, it's a weird thing to experience in adulthood. Yeah. Because as a kid, you hear drugs are bad. Yep. Well. Which we, they are. I'm not saying they're not. I'm not trying to condone drug use. But there's, you have aren't that. Aren't you though? <laughs> you have that not even once. And you see the person who tried a drug once. And then you continue to see their mugshot as they progress throughout time. Yeah. Not everyone's like that. Responsible drug use is okay. <laughs> is it though? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> is it? I don't. I don't feel like meth is ever responsible drug use. Valid. Like I'm talking about stuff that people. It do just drugs. grows that way. Yeah. It's not a drug. You didn't. It just you didn't grows. cook it in a hotel room and accidentally blow up the hotel room. All right. You're good. You gotta mix it and match. I don't know the recipe. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, so I appreciate the storyline going to, like, Jake and Revolt feuding again, because it made no sense for Jake to be working with them against Liger. Absolutely not. But, at the same time, I wasn't there for the Great Outdoors We were tag following team. some fucking revisionist history that day. Yeah. I wasn't there for the Great Outdoors as a tag team. Nope. I don't hate it. I think it's a funny gimmick. But I didn't for a second believe they were going to beat Revolt. You That's know? a valid assessment. Um, it, it was a nice nostalgia pop for the long-term fans. I, I understand that. But I still need to think the other team's a threat. And I did not I mean, think the number of long-term fans, that long-term is few and far There's probably like 20 of them, if that. If that. Yeah. We're I just, would put it more in the teens. We're friends with a couple of them. Yeah. So... They loved it, and I'm not saying it was a bad match. I love what they're doing, but it just... I never once believed Revolt was going to lose to them. Yeah. And when you tell me open challenge... Well, I don't take Jake Manning as a credible threat anymore. Right. In any sense. Yeah. And I we love Jake. It's not taking anything away from his in-ring work, but... We love Jake, but... When we're talking about hanging belts on people, yeah, Jake needs a storyline to be believable because yeah. him versus Skyler, that feud was fantastic. No, I have no other way to call that. That was a fantastic feud. Yep, um, and it had the right payoff at the right time, the right pace. He hasn't been paced well since he went heel, 
and now he's magically back to babyface, and it's very confusing. So he hasn't been paced well, and Corey and Hollis haven't been paced Corey well. Corey and Skyler. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> yeah. Um, very, very... They're doing quick uh, burns on people who don't need quick burns, and fucking slow as shit burns on shit yeah. that no one wants to well, see. Well, and then on top of that, I forgot, I glossed over this. Somehow Corey is back already. Um, we we do, I don't want him to be hurt. I don't want him to be hurt. I just want him to be gone. I just didn't want him back this soon. Also, I'm still salty about the whole Skylar allegedly put his eye out with a fucking hook, and then he comes he wore, back. With he an wore eye the mask patch. for five minutes. For, and not even no, not even for five minutes. It yeah. was like thirty seconds. Yeah. And then we haven't had shit about it since then. And then we're supposed to just pretend like they're both good guys and they're bestest buddies again. And I'm like, fuck this. Fuck both these guys. I hate watching their in-ring work. Yeah. I hate listening to them talk. I just hate having them around. The thing is with them talking is they don't have a character that's not them. Yeah. Um... I'm important. It's not even them turned up to 11. It's, it's just, just them. them. I'm important. Look at me. Everyone loves me. I can suck my own dick. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, alright. I hate them both as people. Yeah, I know you do. I just wanted everyone else to know. I hate them both as people. I think they're garbage. And, okay, I know a lot of y'all think we're, like, working. I'm not. I legitimately hate She's both not. of them as people. I will work a little bit. <laughs> Cat doesn't do that. I hate them as people and workers. I think their in-ring work is boring. I think their character work is non-existent and boring. I think anyone who still works old school, I've got to be a heel all the time, is fucking outdated and boring. I don't want to see these guys for a long, long time. I was going to say. If ever again. We fucking went out of state and saw these motherfuckers. One of them. Still. Goddamn everywhere. And I hated them there. I hate them everywhere. And not like but the he, way I hate Jim Cornette. He gave you a reason to hate him. He did. He at show. least put in a little bit of fucking work there. Yeah. But I cannot stand these two. Yeah. I fucking hate watching them work. Okay. I have the number of times I've looked at Doug and been like, if this is the main event, I'm walking out of this venue. I will sit in the car for 45 fucking minutes <laughs> while they suck their own dicks and then you meet me when you're ready to leave. Yep. So. They yeah. are killing this company in, not I, in like the, oh man, they're killing it kind of way. In the, they're literally going to run your company into the ground kind of I way. I am hoping, beyond hope, that what happened at the second show is going to lead to one of them at least being entertaining again. I'm not saying he'll be good. But the thing is, he's still going to fucking co-main event or main event every goddamn show and I don't want to see it because he puts on the same fucking match every goddamn time well and the thing is we're telling the same story again with Ethan except the roles reversed where Skyler is the bad guy like it's the exact same story we were tag partners and best friends and now we hate each other other. now another thing we'll get into on the second show there's some shit that's off limits. Yeah. And if it if you know it's off limits and you still say it, fuck you. Like I t- I told you, garbage humans. Yeah. 
legitimately shit fucking humans. Speaking of... Have no room for... Okay. So, my idea of how the world should be run, which is why they're never going to let me be president, among many things... Among other (laughs) reasons. You're not 35. Right. You're ADD as shit. I have a vagina. You know, the list goes on and on. Anyway, (laughs) the thing that I would do... I don't need jails. I don't need institutions. I need a big fucking hole. Like a big fucking hole. Like a Sparta 300 hole? Yeah. And then you push the stupid people in there. And you just let them have at it. Here's what you do. They don't have resources. It's too high to climb out of. You just let them die off naturally. You put several signs around. That say don't walk in. That say like free money at the bottom of the hole. Free food. Free... Free whatever. Free relevant booking. And let them just throw themselves in the hole. Right? Um, My favorite thing having to do with either one of them is the meme that I had you make for me. Yes. (laughs) That's the only thing I've enjoyed about it. Uh, The cage match one? Yeah, me trying to make myself relevant. (laughs) Yeah. The only way Corey Hollis goes over anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But that's my thing. I just want a really deep hole that they can't crawl out of and you just push those fuckers in there do you want it to be like the batman hole we just watched or like sparta hole there's no no there's no coming out okay if you get pushed in the hole that's it yeah edgar's the one in the hole yeah (laughs) they're all edgar little reference for you rooster teeth fans all right but yeah I would push them in there. Well, we got more to say about them later, so let's save some of the vitriol for later because we're going to. Don't worry, I got plenty. <laughs> let's God, repurpose the vitriol. So much. For a match literally neither of us cared about. Yes. Um, I think you might have left the room for it. What match was this? Slim J versus Brian Pillman Jr. Oh, yeah, I did. I did not um, watch any of this match. And I'll be 100% honest. I didn't watch it either. Yeah. I, I was either I doing left. work for school or like fell asleep or something happened. Yeah. I, I did didn't not see watch this match. Of this match. I had no now, desire to watch this match. I will give them. They've been trying to explain the Slim J handcuff thing. They, they released, don't do it live though. But Exactly. Uh, that's where I was if going. If you can't they tell a story a video live. With Kevin Kelly about why Slim J does the handcuff thing. But again. That's not for the live audience. There are people who don't follow y'all on Facebook and Twitter and half the shit y'all don't even post on Twitter anyway. If you can't tell me a good story live, then you're not doing your job. And, okay. I'm not hating on Pillman paying tribute to his daddy. I'm not hating on a guy who has under three years in the business taking opportunities that are being given to him. I, I'm cool with that. What I'm but not, if I wanted to watch his daddy's match, I would just pull up... Pull up the old network. videos? Yeah. Yeah. And my thing is, like... I, I don't know the guy. I didn't meet him. I don't know if he's a good person or not. But when you take a guy... When your company has made a point to show you reward people who have been there. When you reward people... Who have put in the time and taken the ring apart and put up chairs. You reward those people. But then you bring in a guy and put him in the world title match just because, one, he's from Georgia, too, and two, his daddy was super famous. 
That doesn't draw me into the match. There was nothing I wanted to see about this. No. And again, this is nothing against the ring work. Like, Slim's ring work is fantastic, but it's the same order, same shit, every match. Yep. And I really, really need all you guys who are about to wrestle Slim J, listen to us. This is the surefire way to beat him. Do not allow him to tear off his own tank top. You gently remove his wife beater and then you've won. You have taken his source of power. It's like an Iron Man 1 when he needs the generator in him for the power. Yeah. You take the wife beater away. Don't rip gently, it. Gently. Gently. Don't rip it because that hooks him up. You do not rip it. And then he can't hook up and he won't beat you and you will win. I would like to point out the wife beater got ripped up at the second show and he didn't win. But then he did and it got complicated. Don't let him rip the wife beater. Tommy, we're talking to you. Tell the syndicate, don't rip the wife beater. And y'all can beat his ass into the ground. Alright. That's the secret to defeating Slim J. And I, I I need a champion who can talk and have a relevant character. Or, if he can't talk, get him a mouthpiece. But in all honesty, I don't even want him to have a mouthpiece. Because that'll just keep him relevant. Because he, like, flash in the pan matches, great. But, like, actually having a long run, not he seeing had, it. So, the best title runs in PWX have been the ones with storylines. Yeah. Every Anthony time. Henry. To the X-16. Fantastic Skyler, fucking booking. Skylar and Jake Manning. Jake finally getting the belt after years and years of being under for life. Fantastic booking. Ethan's journey to Mr. PWX and overcoming all his losses to title. Awesome. Elijah having to turn heel to become the champion. Cool with that. All of those were great. And there was an ongoing arc once they got the belt. There is no arc here. No. Slim J comes in. He does that kicky off the turnbuckle. Yep. He does the flips off the rope with his hands. Yep. And then he does the electric chair powerbomb thing. Yep. That's it. Yep. That's what Slim J has. Yep. And handcuffs and a ripped wife beater. Yeah. Give me a And the whole Slim Shady vibe that he's got going on. Yeah. Which is... Even Slim Shady's not Slim Shady anymore. Right, like that, that trend died. His, his last time. album was about being old and hating Donald Trump, alright? It was savage as fuck. It was savage and as fuck. And it's so good. But, yeah. yeah I, I got I need, second degree burns listening need to a, that album. I need a change there. Yeah. I, I need a change there. Alright, last match of the night was the Opportunity Knox ladder match featuring Jason Cade. Cam Carter replacing Billy Brash. Yaya. Ethan Case. Drew Adler. Serpentico. Surios Badu. And just in general, awesomeness. This shit was crazy. So many phenomenal ladder match workers in that match. And it was a phenomenal match to a point. Um, Adler killed it. Rios killed it. Serpentico killed it. Um, Yaya is always great. Cam, Cam is severely underrated, I feel like. He, uh, can you call him underrated? He has the belt. He has a TV belt. But I feel like 
people who don't go to Pure will have no idea who he is. I mean, I don't disagree with you there, but he has the belt from Pure. Like, No, he doesn't. He doesn't anymore? No, because he got the TV belt this week. Or is he both? I didn't see the Pure belt on him when we saw him at the show. I wonder if Yaya got it. I don't know. Um, but I can't. I don't think you can call someone who had the big boy belt at that company underrated. I'm not saying that he's not. Well, he's not mid to main card. I feel on like the main show. I feel like most of the pure roster is underrated. I'll give you that because they come on the main shows and the people who are just there to see Joey Ryan or Brian Pillman Jr. Are like, who the hell is this? Yeah, um, I'll give you that. So that that's where I'm coming from with the underrated. I feel like. The pure guys, a lot of them are just as talented as some of the main roster guys. So there's, they're, they're, uh, instead of being major league baseball, they're minor league baseball. Still a big fucking deal. Yeah. Still a rare thing to be. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Cool. Um, but yeah, I, this whole match was great until Kay took a powerbomb and I don't think it was anybody's fault. Shit happens. Kay took a powerbomb on the ladder. And... Immediate concussion. It's it was terrifying to watch. It was. Um, like I love Jason, and I'm glad he won. And I, yes, I know he's a smarmy douche who hates us, but he's fantastic in ring. I'm glad he won, but God damn! Like I've seen concussions before, so that was nothing new. But but watching. The end, where he literally didn't know what was going on and was terrified. Yeah. That, that's not entertainment to me. No. And I appreciate him putting his body on the line, and I appreciate anyone who goes into a ladder match or a street fight or any of these more risky matches. I really do. But you could see from a distance what was going on. Yeah. And if he, you didn't know what a concussion looked like prior to this match... Now you do. That was and this, textbook And this concussion. is why you book shit on the fly when shit like that happens. All they needed to do was let someone else grab it to get Kate out of there. And then next month book a match over the contract and have Kate win it. Protect the talent. We said this after the rooftop show. I'm saying it again. I understand in mid-match you don't want to look weird and do that. But you need to. We're past. Fuck, have Tommy go in and get it. We've. That would work too. I think Tommy went up to get it at some point. Savannah, Boss, Montana, any of them could have come in and gotten it. Or have a new member of the syndicate show up and take it for him. I don't give a shit. Yeah. But don't let people stay in the ring like that. Pull people out of matches when they are injured or have a concussion, which is an injury. There's. I tweaked my knee. There's, I, I have a stinger, and then I'm fucked up. Yeah. I don't care if the wrestler says they can continue. Don't let them. Yeah. It, I'm, and I'm not... Because you know what people with concussions don't know how to do? Rationalize. And protect themselves. <laughs> they can't tell others. you. Yeah, I'm fucked up. As someone who has had multiple concussions, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm fine, as I'm clearly not Not fucking fine. fine. Yeah. So. Pull people who are injured. I hate 
that this took away from the match. End the match. It killed the match. Because this was a fantastic match. Yeah, it completely um, killed the match. But it com- completely killed the mood, made me forget anything good that had happened. Yeah. Um, you and I are both extremely uncomfortable with... Well, you've had concussions. Yep. I did sports for a long time. CTE's no fucking joke. Yeah, and the thing is, like, I've seen enough, like, Pro athletes, yeah, who have fucked themselves up, and even that bothers me. They have millions and millions of dollars, yeah, and that still bothers me. And they have tons of protection, and they had tons of protection and all that stuff. And the best medical care you can buy. These guys are working weekend to weekend, hoping for the best. Yeah, if shit happens, shit happens. And I'm not saying Cade hasn't been at this for years and had concussions before. I know he has. We talked to him about it, but. I feel like if it was us, we would pull them out and figure out a way to creatively book. Yeah. That is what the referee is for, is to signal, shit got real, fix it, and tell me how we're going to fix it, and I'll let the other guys know. Yeah. That's the whole fucking point of the ref. Yep. So, I don't know. I, I did think this was a good show. But I don't think you and I are ever going to be okay with letting a concussed guy stay in the ring. Oh, I know I won't. I mean, even during... You see... You still see the effects of the concussion I got four years yeah. ago. The Even during the celebration. Yeah. It was awful. And then he tried to cut a promo, and you could tell he was fucked up. And yeah. It just... It didn't sit right. No. Um, and it never will for me. Yeah. Legitimate injury... Will never sit well with me. it. You need to pull them. You need to pull them immediately. Anything beyond, oh, I got the wind knocked out of me, yeah. or I got a stinger, you pull them out of the match. Well, I don't and- give a shit what they're saying. I don't give a shit if it's the main event. I don't give a shit if it's two minutes from the end of the main event. And I'm not saying you don't- fucking pull them. And I'm not saying don't pay the guy or anything. I'm saying pay him. Because he just got hurt and needs the money for his bills, one. And then two, you can't tell me there's not a guy in the back still in his gear willing to do a second match. Yeah. If shit goes wrong. Wrestling is fictional enough. Yeah. That you can do weird shit and it still be okay. Slim J got knocked out on thing. Pull him out. Have somebody come out. Cut a promo and be like, I'm taking his spot and maybe he'll give me a shot at the title. Boom. Handled. Match. No weirdness. Yep. And I'm sure people are like, it's easy to criticize. You don't run the company. You're not making money at this. I understand that. I'm saying as a fan, watching injured people attempt to wrestle and possibly fuck themselves up more is awful and terrifying and not entertaining. And Doug and I both know how much a concussion can fuck you up forever. Yep. Or how an injury can heal wrong and fuck you up. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. Oh, I sprained my ankle. That's not fun. But, oh, I sprained my ankle and then I kept working on it. And now I have permanent tendon and nerve damage. A real fucking thing. While we're on this kind of thing, this was not PWX. No, it was not. This was somewhere else. Yep. Please don't put untrained people in the ring. And no, I watched a bunch of YouTube videos and taught myself is not a trained person. <laughs> not at all. I was horrified when we had that on our show for an interview. Yeah. 
and no one else seemed phased by it. And I'm like, that is not fucking okay. Ed, please don't, please don't do that. There are professionals who are going to be injured by you. So, newsflash: um, professionals were injured. <laughs> yeah, and at the very least, if you must put someone untrained in the ring, you tell the other warn person. the trained person so they can lead, so they can teach these guys on the fly because they know how to do it. Yep. All these guys have been doing this long enough. Yep. Ugh. Most of these guys can carry a match. Yeah. Let Single-handedly. them. <laughs> um, so, yeah, shout out to Lance Lude. We love you. Um, I'm super pissed off for you that that shit went down. That's not okay in yep. any company, anywhere. Also, the company that let Jacob Bryan get beat up is running again. If you go to that show, I am fucking judging you. Do not go to that show. And if you go to that show, stop listening to us right now because I don't want you anywhere near us. Fuck you. Ugh. I've what? never loved you more than <laughs> I do right now. It, I, I just don't get how you can support a company that allowed that to happen. I... And, okay, Mike may be the king of shit talk, but he's not a liar. Yeah. And then superstars and all these other guys that came out and said shit about it, they're not liars. Yeah. 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 Awful. It, it's one of the, the many things in wrestling that it just... Carney promoters in general. I don't know what you're talking about. When a promoter has shady practices like yeah. this... That's what they're referred to as. That wasn't what I was going to say. Oh, what are you saying? Um, shitty underhanded stuff occurring and letting injured people and untrained people continue to work are some of the things I really hate about wrestling. And some of the things that I'm like, I'm going to stop going to these well, things. And my thing, too, especially, is making money on it. Yeah. So the people who allowed the shit with Jacob Ryan, their show is called Bad Reputation. Yeah. What the fuck, man? Go away for a few months, come back as a new fed, and pretend like nothing happened. I don't agree with it, but whatever. But straight up bringing back the same name and then being like, we're shitty. Fuck you. Go home. Nobody wants to see that shit. Alright. So. Ready for back to some more fun? Instead of just being angry at things. No, because now I'm angry again about all the, the injury stuff. It, that, it does not sit well with me. It will never sit well with me. It yeah. instantly makes me uncomfortable. Well, in the latter match, weren't all the refs all around the ring? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, there's no reason for it. Yeah. Ever. Guys, we love you, but come on. And I, I know they asked the wrestlers. Yeah. That is not a good enough you excuse. can't trust them. If someone is injured, I don't care. Professional. Pull them. (laughs) Look, if we're trying to be more professional and have guardrails and be more professional and have reserved seats, we need to be more professional about injuries. Am I crazy there? No. And I don't mean we... And for me, it's not even a professional thing. It's just a safety of the workers thing. It is not okay when you know this person is injured... To let them continue. Anyone hits their head, you pull them. 
and check on them and make sure they're not fucked up. If you know for a fact they have a concussion, you pull them. And you can't say you didn't know he had a concussion. We could tell, and we were watching it online. Yeah, with a shitty internet, so it wasn't super high quality. Anyone gets any kind of legitimate injury, which is any injury, you pull them. Yeah. Um, I got a scrape and I'm bleeding. If you think you can continue, that's fine. Yeah. But I've sprained something. I've broken something. I've torn something. I've dislocated something. I hit my head. You immediately pull them. I agree. Now, again, we're not shitting on this to shit on the company. But it's a practice that I want changed. Yeah, I agree. Um... I understand it's not the old school way of doing things, but the old school needs to go away. Everybody shit on AEW when Cody got unprotected chair shotted. I would think the goal as PWX would be to reach that kind of level, that AEW, PWG level. And if you're leaving concussed people in matches, I just, I don't know. I, I don't think it's a good look. No. All right. Um... Second show, we weren't going to miss. I took a personal day for it. You did. Sunday night, we went to Cabarrus Brewing. I appreciate their support of wrestling. Did not enjoy their alcohol. No. And I usually enjoy brewery alcohols. I did not enjoy their alcohol, and their apple cider was weird as shit. (laughs) Their apple cider was awful. Um, So... I, I gave my apple cider away. Which... Cats, Irish, and German, and she gave away alcohol. Let's just point that out. That we had paid for. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, he tried to pay us for it, and we're like, nah, man, you're good. Um, Oh, really? I mean, I wouldn't have taken his money anyway. Yeah, I wouldn't have either. But he offered. He was like, y'all sure? He's so sweet. Yeah. I'm like, nah, you're good. So. You know who you are. Yeah. Too Close for Comfort is one of my favorite shows PWX has ever done both times. Yes. And it's always a stacked card. Mm-hmm. And it's always fun. Mm-hmm. And they always kind of take the leash off the family friendly a little bit. Yeah. It's so much better when it's they do, so too. It's so much better. So much better. So, I liked the venue of the brewing company other than the big-ass poles in the middle of the seats. Um, that was kind of hazardous, to yeah. say the least. But you do what you gotta do for a cool show. Yeah. Um, and honestly, the AC worked, so I'm good. So we were set. Um, my show starts, and surprise, on commentary with our friend Brett, Coach Mikey makes his return, and I could not be fucking happier about it. You this. were ecstatic. Oh I my was God. also very excited. I, I missed him so much. He's just... He's so positive and so wonderful and so much fun. And yeah. He's one of my favorite people in wrestling. And I love him to death. And I'm glad he's back. And he's got his eye out for somebody to be managing. So I can't wait to see where that goes. Um, Is it me? Is he managing my life? Is he going to life coach me? I'm sure he would if you life asked Life coach him. Mikey? Did you see him dancing to Backstreet Boys? No, but I have no problem imagining that whatsoever. Yeah. He... he I believe he said if he was a stripper, that would be his stripper song. I also have no problem imagining that. Right, right. Um, what do you think his name would be? Hmm. 
Mallard Mike. Mm. I was going to go with Tinderella. Tinderella. That's true. That's pretty good for him. Yeah, um, I fully think he would enjoy that one. Coach Mikey, you let us know. I know you're listening. <laughs> uh, we love you, Mikey. We did a welcome quack. We did. Chant, and it was fantastic. Uh, he I, is an excessively positive person. This crowd was hot, and I they appreciated were. it. They, um, they had yeah. the heat hotness. <laughs> Mikey, Mikey just brings all the right things to wrestling. So you know how when you talk about someone who just lights up a room? Yeah. That's Mikey. Yeah. Mikey rolls in and everybody's smiling just yeah. automatically. He brightens the room. He makes you feel happy. And like, you know, he's from a big Italian family, so he's got all these family stories that are just delightful. His grandmother's fantastic. His, his sister's Grandma fantastic. Duck is the fucking best. Have um, you met his sister? She is also fantastic. No, I'm, I haven't officially met her. I think I saw her around and mm. didn't like officially... So, next time she's around, let me know, because I, I would will. like to hang out with her. She's great. Um, she seems awesome. So, yeah, so glad Mikey was back. Uh, and I I hope he's back every month, because I love him so much. I miss him. Yeah. All right. Um, so, Coach Mikey was back, and then Jason Cade was the host of the show. And I Allegedly. Got, I got really confused, because I'm like, what the fuck? He only talked once. Apparently, he was hosting... From the commentary booth shaped like a table. And I'm just like, the fuck? How's that hosting? Like, I feel like hosting should be in the ring more. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> um, it was a sick ostrich. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, we have watched way too much Letter Kenny. And by too much, I mean not nearly enough. Yeah. Alright. Uh, first match, we got Troy Hollywood come out, which I didn't. I don't really know him. He's been on Pure once or twice. I've heard good things. Okay. Um, he is, from what I've been told, a very similar style to Jason Cade. Well, that's good. And he, the he did a little bit of mic work. It wasn't bad. Yeah. For for the part, <laughs> didn't he say something along the lines of "I'll fight a child" or yes. "I'll punch a baby"? Yes, he said he would fight an infant. Basically, <laughs> he, he said. Whoever wants to in here, I'll, I'll hit a child. I'll punch um, a baby. Fantastic. I'll fight a child. Yeah. I was like, I, You're I like, love, I love this. So, much. Um, so yeah, I'll, I would like to see this guy in a real match yeah. on the main show. Um, or pure. I just have to make it to a pure. Um, so he put out an open challenge, trying to earn a spot in the syndicate. Logan Creed marches out and demolishes his ass in 27 seconds. Is that a guesstimate? Or no, Brett, that Brett times it. Mm. So that's the only one I actually care about the time because it was a total squash. Mm. So, look, I like Logan Creed. I understand booking him that way. However, now it's completely buried Troy Hollywood. Yeah. And I feel bad about that because I wanted to see more and I only got 27 seconds. Hi, Sammy. Please don't turn off the recording. Thank you. I make no promises! Um, so, I like Logan's work. I wouldn't have buried a guy that fast, though. Like, use a more jokey guy that is established as a jokey guy that we know. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I get it. There's enough of those guys at PWX who were upstairs who could have taken that squash. So. Valid. I'm glad it wasn't any of our, like, close friends. 
because I would have hated that for them. But hmm? I'm assuming you're thinking like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That would work. Um, cu- couple of our friends from PCW. We'll Valid. just put it that way. You could have put them in there, but I'm glad they didn't because it would have buried them too, and they don't deserve that. But put Corey Hollis in there. Bring back Corey Hollywood and give him a real match. Put John Skyler in there. You could squash them in 27 seconds yeah, and it wouldn't hurt my feelings. Bring back Troy Hollywood so I can see what he can do and give him a real match. That's my thought. You know who I would enjoy see him, seeing him work parallel to? Who? Rich Swan. Yeah, that could be fun. I almost said Ron Swanson. <laughs> I was like, uh, you know what? If Nick Offerman <laughs> wants to come to PWX, I'm in. Not, not who I meant. I could just see Ron Swanson like... Building a chair while a wrestling match is occurring all around him, and someone tries to hit him, and he just glares at them, and they walk away. Uh, uh, that would be great. Ron Swanson and Cornette going at each other in match would be spectacular. Ron Swanson would destroy Cornette with a look. Yeah, I know. Okay, so I'm aware because you hate Cornette. Got you. But tell me that wouldn't be fantastic. Go ahead. Try. Yeah, fair enough. Right, you can't. Anyone abusing Jim Cornette is fantastic. It really is. Um, all right, next match. Because you know who it's okay to abuse? Jim Cornette. Racists, homophobes, yes. sexist, bad people. You could abuse bad people. Yeah, fair I enough. said it. I said it. <laughs> all right, uh, next match was Cam Carter versus Saeed versus Patrick Scott versus Joseph Black. I was so excited to see Joseph Black again. Yeah, he's good. He's so good. I don't know where he's been. I don't know, but I love him. I would rather watch more Joe Black than Corey Hollis. I mean, that's a little offensive to Joe Black. I think he deserves... I would rather watch him than not watch him. Yeah. I don't think you have to but drag his just, name through the mud. Just with... thinking about... He used to be there every single month. He's so good. I've only seen him have bad matches versus Chip Day, which doesn't count. Because it's Chip Day. Because Chip Day can basically kick people, and that's all. Chip Day can kill any match. Um, Chip Day, John Schuyler, Corey Hollis. I match saw, killers. I saw Chip Day and Joe Black in a submission match, and it's one of the worst matches I've ever been privy to. Ugh. The other terrible submission match I've ever seen was Sammy Callahan versus Timothy Thatcher. Oh, God. Timothy Thatcher. Well, and they were both tired because it was the night WWN was running the same night as WrestleCon. Oh, no. So they were bolting across the city to get to both shows because they were booked on both. Oh, no. Yeah. It, it did not go well for anyone. No. Um, so, Cam versus Saeed versus Patrick Scott versus Joe Black. Um, I am a little disappointed it wasn't Colby and Freddie Ahai, but good replacements. Like... If you're going to have to replace a guy, there's nothing wrong with Joe Black and Patrick Scott. I'm a little bummed not to see Yay High. Well, I, that was at least more announced. That wasn't night of announced. Yeah. That was announced a while back. Um, but I don't know if he got hurt or something happened with travel or what. But I think Joe Black's fantastic. Though. Joe Black is fantastic. He wins people over. So he's not a super regular anymore. And he wins people over every fucking match. Yeah. That is the sign of a super talented wrestler. Yeah. 
Um, I know for a while he had to take a step back for health reasons, but he's been back for a while, so I don't know. I don't know why. And he wears our colors. He was wearing our colors, so that makes me. Thank you, Joe Black. We appreciate you even more. I know it wasn't on purpose, but thanks. How do you know that? Because he's never been on our show or anything. You don't know it wasn't for us, though. All right, fair enough. And apparently, Patrick Scott is a good guy now. I, I think it's the same thing that's occurred where when you just have baby faces you don't like, you end up loving heels. And he he is a good heel. He is a fantastic heel. He's I good love heel. shit-talking him at Turbo. He is a good heel. Because he will go back and forth with me, and it's great. Um, and it's it doesn't go that yo mama's a bitch way that most yeah, stupid he's, wrestling he's fans Yeah, he's really smart. Go, yeah. Um, and he, he's good in ring too. Yeah. So uh, I'm all for Patrick Scott, like him as a character, because he's a dick. I mean, you're supposed to. But yeah, man, you sound like me. I know. <laughs> I hate it. Um, I hate every second. But he seems to be a really good dude in real life, and is very talented in ring. So big surprise here: title change. I was not <laughs> expecting Saif to drop it this soon. Neither was I. Um, to be honest, this was a quick. Match. To be fair, I did not expect that. Um, also, to be fair, yeah. I got beat the fuck up in this. Match. Yeah, well, everybody was flying everywhere. <laughs> so, what'd you expect? I mean, there wasn't a single non-flyer in this match. Nope. So, and I mean, Joe Black's not like a super flyer, but he flies a little bit. He's super fly for a white guy. Just kidding. He's. Not. <laughs> I was like, what? Just kidding, he's black? Like, uh, well, I mean, the phrase is super fly for a white guy, not super fly for a black guy. Huh. I don't think anyone in this match was full white guy. Nope. That's good. That's a good because thing. I remember, because I leaned over at one point and I was like, what ethnicity is Patrick Scott? <laughs> Because I was super excited about this match. And yeah. I was like, it's rare that you see a match where it's this. Like, you'll see a lot of matches of all minorities, but it tends to be like a... Gimmick match. Yeah. Like New Day versus uh, Primetime Players. Kind yes. Of style. Yeah. This was not that at all. No. It was this just was, four everyone spectacular. Everyone was talented and belonged there. And earned that shot. And it was fantastic. But yeah. Um, I leaned over and I was like, what is Patrick Scott? Random tangent before we move on. The poster came out for AEW. And people are bitching because there's no people of color on it. I'm going to go look at it right now. But the thing is, there are. Hold up. Give me a moment. I'll assess. Um, Do you know what Patrick Scott is? No. I'm not going to assume anything. I think, so, no. I think the answer I've heard for that before, is no. but I don't remember, so I'm not going to say it, because it, it really isn't relevant. He's talented. But but, I didn't say it was. I just asked if you um, knew. But, yeah. All right. Let's see. Do, 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 do. AEW poster. This is surprisingly hard to find. Uh, try typing AEW Dynamite. Okay, that's so the name it's of Dynamite? The yeah. Dynamite! 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 
Do you ever have a hard time spelling something because you spell it the funny way? <laughs> I got it for you. Why can't you just let me do these things on my own? Because I knew exactly what to type in and what I was looking for. I did it all by myself. Okay. I found it. But yeah. Yeah, there's a, a person of color smack dab in the middle. There's two. Because Brandy's on there too. Now, I get all the guys are white, but still, like, there's... Look at those abs! Who's? I've zoomed in on them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Who? But yeah, people were bitching. I'm like, y'all. You're dumb. (laughs) They have Lucha Brothers, and they have all sorts of diverse talent. Stop it. Also... It it, looks like Jericho is shitting in that picture. (laughs) Also, look at it. (laughs) Look at it. (laughs) Yeah, it's look like he's got a big shit that can't come out. Um, I hate Jericho. So, and then on top of that, I don't know if we talked about this last time. If you are bitching about Nyla Rose being trans and getting the women's belt for that company, you can fuck right off. Oh yeah, it doesn't matter. Does this person identify as female? Yes. Yes. Then they're eligible for the women's belt. Does this person identify as male? Check. They're eligible for male belts. Everybody said China was a dude, and she was never even close to a dude. She was not trans at all. So, y'all, just enjoy nice things. I don't know why people are shitting on Nyla Rose all of a sudden, because I think she's awesome. She's what WWE wishes Nia Jax was. Yeah. Nia Jax is terrible. But... Alright, so back to... Nia Jax is what happens when you put untrained people in the ring. Yes. Alright, Cam Carter walks away the TV belt. And it was fantastic. 10 out of 10, would watch again. Alright. Yeah. Valid. Um, I get upset when matches that are really good are that short. Yeah. You know why? Because it's a sprint match and they're just all doing everything immediately. Well, not only that... But they want to give us 45 goddamn minutes of Skylar and or Hollis, which I don't need. I, okay, I'll compliment them on this show. Neither Skylar nor Hollis's match. Was Why can minutes. you not just let me have my moment to bitch, Douglas? Because it's inaccurate. It was a general statement, not a specific <laughs> statement. Speaking of one of those fuckers you hate, um, last month... At Land of Opportunity, when Corey was trying to do his, I'm coming back, yay, promo, <laughs> my best friend interrupted him. Woo! best friend! And I could not be happier because, fuck Corey Hollis, love me some Josh Powers. He is one of the few power guys I enjoy watching. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I made a lot of puns during yeah. this match. Yeah. He actually heard some of them. I asked him post-show. Nice. (laughs) I was Um, like, I regret nothing. And what I'm really happy about, because I thought 100% that Corey was winning this match. And he did it! And on top of that, they actually told a story with it. Josh attacked the injured hand, and that's why Corey couldn't win. Love it. It's a story. I don't love Corey, but at least... You made a storyline make sense. And Josh should absolutely 100 billion percent be main roster. I don't understand 
why he's still considered pure. He's awesome. Yeah. What? I'm just listening to you gush about your best friend because I, I love I it. I love him. I was I not. So I was not judging. I was basking in your appreciation of your best friend. He's so good. He, he is. He tells a story. His shit's all crisp and amazing. He it, is very. His crisp. power shit looks powerful. It does. Um, he tells a damn good story in ring. He doesn't injure people. Uh, fantastic. Great guy. Yeah. Great fucking guy. <laughs> um, runs Turbo. If you haven't been to Turbo yet, next show is October 19th. You should go. It's at Brewery 85. Should be a blast. I don't know if I will be there. I will try. So. Alright. Not best friend. Beat Corey. And I could not be happier about that. that. That's really all I have to say about that match. That match was spectacular. Yeah. Watching Corey Hollis get his ass beat for an entire match. Because he got like a couple hits in. But it was like the Triple H from wrestling isn't wrestling. I got a few good hits in, right? That's not how this That's works. not how this works. Um, it was that type of match. So not a Which total, is exactly what Josh Powers deserves. Yeah. Not a total squash, but as close to a squash as you're gonna get for that name. Alright. Anyway. Next match was Revolt versus Ethan and someone we don't care about. Three of these guys. Three of, Three these, of guys. these guys. Revolt and Ethan were amazing. Yeah. The other person was exactly what we expected. Now, yeah. I'm glad they're finally turning somebody heel. Because you knew one of them was going to go heel by the end of this. I mean, they had to. They make no fucking sense together. Yeah. Um... And they I kept get, trying to square peg round hole it, and it wasn't working. I get the low blow using that. I do not get taking that shit outside of the ring. Yeah. Skylar and Ethan have wrestled around the Carolinas long enough to have a billion different things to attack. Yeah. That have nothing to do with real life. I don't like when you bring real life into it. It... It kills my suspension of disbelief. I don't like when it's like... When the girlfriends are getting involved and they're not a manager usually. Yeah. Or when, you know, somebody talks about your kids or whatever. It it just takes me out of it. It makes it feel less real. Because I know these guys respect each other not in the ring. So when you start doing that shit, I'm like, okay, now you're taking it too far. Um, now you've made it real. And I get you want to add legitimacy and make people think you really hate each other and all that. But again, you have enough history together. You didn't need that line. There's appropriate and then there's inappropriate. You really didn't need that line. Elvis, please don't turn off the recorder. He's looking at it like he's going to. He's like, I'm going to step on that keyboard. He's like, I want um, all the affection. Revolt 1. I need a story for them other than we're just the champs because they haven't really had one lately am i crazy there Um, they had they had the story with jake but that was a continuation from history but i feel like revolts coming in every month working we're the champs and not really having a progression of their characters all right Uh. um and there's 
both such good storytellers, I want to see a story with them. I think... I don't think their lack of a definitive story arc hurts them because together they tell such a good story. Their team tells a story. True. They come in out of the audience, you know. They're not not faces, but they're not not heels. Yeah. Um, They're opportunistic. They're very opportunistic. So I think together as a unit they tell a story even if there isn't a story to the match. I will point out... So I, th- I don't disagree that they don't have a story line. But. So a lot... What people have been bitching about lately on Raw and SmackDown is it feels like they're treading water because they're just waiting for SmackDown to be on Fox. Yeah. So that's kind of how I feel about Revolt. They have the belts, but I feel like overall they're treading water and they're just kind of there. And I want to see more than that. I want I want a feud that could main event over the world belt with the tag belts. You know? Having fun? So much so. Alright, ready for the next one? Yes! Women's wrestling! Yeah! Savannah Evans versus Maddie Max and Avery Taylor. Holy shit. I loved this. It was fantastic. Women's wrestling is fantastic. Right. But, one, Avery Taylor is awesome. We need to see her more. Maddie Max, I know I was supposed to be booing her because she's basically female Burberry douchebag. However, I was thoroughly entertained. I like that kind of heel when it's an act. You know? Um, Valid. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I don't think I will ever boo her. Wow. Strong claim. So I'm putting that out as a challenge honestly. Make me boo you because just saying you're rich and your daddy gave you opportunities is not going to make you boo you. I'm just like, yes, yes. So so you feel about Maddie Max the way I feel about Darcy? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Valid. I'll give you um, that. Because I cannot boo Darcy. Yeah. Speaking of. Where the fuck has she been? Can we book Darcy please? I haven't seen her in forever. I miss her. I'm going to um, message her right now actually. I love her. So anyway, we missed Darcy. Um, But this was fantastic and was not long enough. No, it wasn't. Um, It was... It was everything we wanted. Out of everybody looked good, everybody looked powerful. Savannah showed she was the beast that she is. Um, The real women's champion of PWX. And yeah. That's... That's really all I have on that, but I would love to see... You know what's interesting? This was a three-heel women's match? This was a three-heel women's match, which was great. But you never see a triple threat feud. Valid. You don't. Like, but I could see with these three, you could run this match a couple more times and make it a thing. Like, I don't know why you don't see a triple threat feud. Because there's always two guys that are feuding and a guy who, like, sneaks his way in there. That's how I work. I operate on that. I'm just going to force my way into this situation. But, um... Not really. That's Corey Hollis. Yeah, I really... (laughs) I really enjoyed Savannah and Maddie and Avery. So, my only... Literally, my only complaint from this match... Was we couldn't hear Maddie? No. I read her lips, so that wasn't... Yeah, you had to tell me what she said because I had no idea. Yeah. No. 
Um, Maddie wears hair extensions. Yeah. You could see her tracks. Okay. Literally my only complaint about this entire match. Which was just an aesthetic thing. I was going to say, could that be a character choice? Pretty sure it's not. Okay. Just say. Maybe. Pretty sure it's not. <laughs> All right. I think it's just a hazard of if you're going to wear hair extensions. Okay. That well, aren't like sew-ins. I love that match. It was fantastic. It was so good. It was a blast to watch. Um, I think all of those women are incredibly talented. Yeah. I love watching Savannah work. She is a powerhouse. She's just, God, she's so much fun to watch. Yeah. And what's funny, like, Savannah is one of those people we've been watching for a long time. Yeah. And she just gets better and better. She can work anybody, guy, girl, it doesn't matter. And she's awesome at it. Like, she is. She's I've so seen good. her in hardcore matches. I've seen her in war games. I've seen her seen her do a little bit of everything, and she's a beast every time. Seen her in squash matches. Um, where I, she did the squashing. I would love to watch her in an Iron Man match, or Iron Woman match, or Iron Person match. Big Swole versus Savannah Iron Woman? Yeah. Yep. Also, AEW, please sign Big Swole because she was amazing in the um, opening Battle Royale. Has there ever been a time she wasn't amazing? No, but I'm just saying you put her on a giant stage and she fucking killed it. Sign her, please. Nailed it! Just like what happened with her husband. Um, Agreed. So. But I would love to have him back on the indies. Yeah, I know. For per- for completely selfish personal reasons. Yeah, just so we can see him again. <laughs> I've missed seeing him so much. Um, Alright, next match. Probably tied for match of the night, I would think. Serpentico versus Surrios Badu. Oh god, this match was so good. This is exactly what hardcore matches need to be. This match Unfortunately, was so good. Someone broke a pint glass or a mug or something. It was Serpentico across Badu's face. Across Badu's face, and goddamn, there's glass everywhere. Yes, there was. Which, once there's glass everywhere, Doug doesn't move yeah. at all. So, once there's glass, I have to spend the next like 15 minutes. At least, because we were still finding glass later. Getting glass away from Doug's tires so they don't pop. Yeah. Um, so, I love the match anyway. Oh, yeah. It, it was fantastic. It was... By the way, I was right. It was a new canvas for the ring. Really? Uh-huh. It was a brand new canvas, apparently. It did not look brand new. Well, by that match, a bunch of people had been on it, so. <laughs> that sucks, though. Yeah. Brand new canvas. Um, this was that insane. That was a fucking weird table they used. Yeah. This was insane. It was a great payoff match, like, for this feud. Um, please don't keep the feud going, because you can't top that. Yeah, like, that was so good. I've seen that problem here, which is why I'm warning against it, that you have the no-DQ hardcore match, and then you've got to up it to a cage. We don't need a cage. That was enough. I'm good. I would watch them wrestle again, but you don't need to up it, basically. Like, I don't need to see a, a hell in the cell with them. No. Because um, that was great. 
Uh, yeah, that table was small. It was small. It was it was very weird dimensions for a table. Yeah. Uh, there was lots of chairs. Oh, my balls. Oh, my asshole. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, that one was a new one for me. And Re- it was... Rios it took was a chair to the butthole. Very puckery. Yeah. Um, oh. It was great, though. It, these guys are literally two of the best in the business, and I don't think there's any arguing that. Oh, no. And both of them need to be booked. Oh, no. Both of them need to be booked everywhere. God. They're I love so watching good. both of them work. They're so it is good. beautiful. And together especially, but, like, they're so fucking good at everything. It's like watching a really top-level dancer. Yeah. They're amazing. That's how I feel watching them work. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Uh, Amazing. Um, This match was awesome. Everything I wanted and more. Spectacular. Did they go, like, fight on the bar at all? That surprised me they didn't. On the actual bar? They just went around the bar and, like, ran into tables and shit? Yeah, no. Okay. They can't wrestle on the actual bar because then you have to worry about... Well, yes, but you also have to worry about, um, like, health inspection codes and all that. Yeah, I guess the places I've seen them wrestle in the bar are, like, in Deep Woods, Alabama, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Not legitimate establishments. But then, at the end of this... Supremsko brought out Rios's old mask and left it on him and left it open. Are we getting a reunion? God, I hope so. And then secondly, is that reunion going after the revolt? Ooh. Right? Ooh. So I was just saying I want the revolt to have a story. Ooh. Here it is, y'all. Do it. Have you ever shivered in your nethers? You just shivered in your nethers. I shivered in my nethers. <laughs> oh, man. Right. And if that's not the episode title, I fucking quit. <laughs> shivered in my nethers. All right. We got it. All right. Uh, intermission was after this. It always is after the hardcore matches because I got to clean up. So we hung out. I didn't move again. You did not. Uh, we bought a pin from Joey Ryan. I aggressively flirted with him from across the room without okay. him knowing. So I don't know if we <laughs> said this. Um, I'm pretty sure he's married, but that's okay. But that's okay. It's his character to be that. So so I don't know if y'all have ever met Joey Ryan in real life. He's actually shy as shit. He's very shy. The character is like the polar opposite of him. Uh, super nice. Like, oh, re- yeah. Really love the dude. He could not be sweeter. But he's just, like, so shy. And, like, you can tell he does it because he wants the fans to have a good experience. But he's not a fan of being at the gimmick table. Yeah, you can tell, like, internally he's Um, very uncomfortable. And so we made it our mission this time because we knew from last time that Joey will always prioritize a female in one of his shirts. So we made sure Kat was wearing a Joey Ryan shirt. I mean, I would have been wearing a Joey Ryan shirt anyway, because we don't get to see him much. And we texted our friends, and we're like, look, we need to get Kat Joey Ryan's blow pop. And when he comes back, we'll get it for uh, other friends. You say that. I'm always going to look out for number one. (laughs) 
sorry, not but sorry. This was on your wrestling bucket list. <laughs> this was on my bucket list in general. And so we made sure. Part of it was I couldn't move to get the glass, but I made sure Cat gave Joey. I mean, he inspired the name of the show. Yeah, made which sure I told him. Cat gave Joey a pin, and then you know that kind of drew the attention to Cat required to get the blow pop. I um, aggressively flirted yeah. from across the room. Yeah. Probably without his knowledge. I'm not sure he knew I was there, but still, I knew I was doing he it. He waved at you once. Not in a flirtatious manner, no, just in but, a very nice manner. But just in a, you're hey, wearing my shirt. I hey, see you. I see you. <laughs> um, I also, before the show started, aggressively flirted with him from across the room. And when I say aggressively flirt with someone, it just means I look at them a lot. That's what that So means. were you aggressively flirting with uh, James and Fluff when you were trying to get their attention? No, because I don't picture dirty, dirty things with them. Okay, fair, fair. I, I respect them as people. Too much yeah. to do that. Fair enough. Um, I, don't, I don't know Joey Ryan enough to like not yeah. picture debauchery. Yeah. Uh, do we want to just jump? to Joey Ryan and Effie and go back to the match or you want to say chronological? Um, I want to talk about how I got that motherfucking blow pop. Okay, but then we have to jump to his match. Okay, so what's chronological? What am I missing? Tracer, Adler versus Henry and Drake. Oh, I guess we can go chronological. I I have no problem with going back. We can go chronological! Alright, Joey Ryan is coming up very soon. (laughs) Please hold. Yeah. Joey Ryan is coming. Not yet he isn't. There you go. Tracer and Adler versus Lethal Enforcers in a two out of three falls match. Amber was there. Real champ. Which is the only way to see the Lethal Enforcers. It doesn't count if she's not there. No, absolutely She is the Lethal Enforcer. She is the real champ. Um, The real champ, Amber Young. These guys are... And her sidekicks. These guys are also fucking talented. Love them all. Um, Drew, I hope your shoulder's okay. I don't know if it was real or not but i mean i know he for real got fucking for real got busted open but i don't know the amount of protecting his arm i don't know how much was real and how much was work it's all so it's all still real to me damn it (laughs) so i hope you're okay drew um and then it's not oh no (laughs) oh no also if you're not okay or if you are okay then you worked me hard excellent work um because we have a few friends who could still do that to us. God, it pisses me off so badly, yeah. too. I get legitimately angry when our friends work us. Yeah, I know. And by us, I mean me. I don't give a fuck about what they do to you. Um, I we, get really upset. Knew... Because I don't like lying. And yeah. For it me... It feels like lying. It's lying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because I'm a worrier. Drake and Henry had a little breakup a few weeks ago. On a evolve. little tiff? Uh, a little more than a little tiff. Like a, so a skirmish? Yeah, they definitely broke up on Evolve. Oh, okay. That's more than a skirmish. Yeah. So everyone knew this match was going to go this way because it kind of had to. Because PWX does joint shows with Evolve. Like, there was no way you couldn't tie it in here, too. You know? I mean, you could. It just wouldn't be good story. It wouldn't make sense. So, like, if you saw Drake and Henry wrestle together... On PWX, and then four hours later, you see them killing each other on Evolve. It really wouldn't be good for their characters. Like They're best friends, week to week, They're best friends. 
<laughs> week to week at different organizations, that's one thing. Same day, same place is a little too far. Um, so Tracer and Adler won, basically because Henry was being a dickhole. You remember when Adler and Henry used to be best buds? Yeah. Yep, I do. But anyway, I am happy to see Heal Henry back. I think he's much more interesting as a heel. Yeah. Um, not that so he's here's not the awesome. Thing. At, in Lethal Enforcers, he's never really been a face. He's tweener. They've always been tweener. At best. Yeah. I kind of feel like they are a heel team. Depending who they're up against. I've always gotten the heel vibe from them. I, it's the same thing that we see with Syndicate, where they're heels, but people love them. Fair. I have gotten a heel vibe from them day See, one. See, I didn't feel like Drake has been heel for a long time. You don't read his lips during matches then. <laughs> oh, no. I know how much he says. I just... He can't... So, Drake Is it because he's me. like a big teddy bear? No, Drake strikes me as like that Stone Cold character where he was doing heel things, but he was so badass and like right in his actions that he's technically a babyface even though he's cussing you out and punching you in the face. That's what happened to Stone Cold. That's how Stone Cold came to be. I'm still going to call that heel. It's not, though. Look, when you've got heel... Or face, it's kind of black or white. I don't think so, but okay. Anyway. I think he's a lovable heel. Henry and Drake break Broke up, up at PWX. Amber... Drake at- dumped. Or Henry dumped Drake yeah. is really what it was. They, it wasn't, it was like, not a mutual breakup. Amber acted like she was going to mediate and then went... Back to full queen bitch Amber, and I love it. Whoa now. Whoa now. Were you around for Amber Heel? Whoa now. A, yes. Okay. B, you do not slander her. (laughs) And I don't know if she likes being called a bitch, so you don't call her a bitch. What, What word should I use here for her demeanor when she's heel? She is a dominating force. Okay. Queen dominating force. Slightly dominatrix. No! It's not a sexual thing. Don't bring that into this. She is just the champ. She is the champ. 100%. God, Doug. You know how I said I'd never loved you more earlier? I take it back. I take it all back. Alright. Anyway. So... Tracer Adler won. Lethal Enforcers have broken up, and we'll see where that goes next month. I still need Tracer and Adler to... to have a name and not just come out to All-Star? Yeah. I yeah. need them to be... If they're going to be a cohesive unit, they need to be a cohesive unit. Yep. If you're not going to make them a cohesive unit, that's fine. I have an idea. Well, no, I guess because it implies steroids. I was going to do a pun on juicers... And they were going to be druesers. <laughs> because, you know, That's nutrition juice. I mean, they do sell juice. Yeah. So, just just saying, th- think about it. Think about it. It's- I like Protein Pals. Protein Pals, Pals is great. Um, protein Pals is great, but I just I came am up with juicers and I'm pretty proud allowing of y'all to use Protein Pals if you would like. Yeah. You don't even have to give me full credit. You can just give I me a I don't think nod. we came up with it. I'm going to say we came up with it. 
Yeah, we didn't, though, because I got it from somewhere else. I'm going to say we came off of that. All right. I don't actually know where it came from. It either came from one of their videos or Sam and Nikki. I'm not sure which. Um, I don't know, but I I love alliteration. Joey Ryan versus Effie time. (laughs) So, Joey comes out doing Joey things. Effie comes out doing Effie things. Way to gloss over all the best parts. (laughs) Go ahead, then. I'll sit here. Just remember, we have to be somewhere in an hour and 15 minutes. Oh, then we don't have time. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, this was... What happened? So, Joey got his blow pop out. Mm Mm-hmm. And we all yelled and pointed to Kat. Mm Mm-hmm. And Kat got the blow pop. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was fantastic. Mm Mm-hmm. And then Effie mm-hmm. came out, and Cat legitimately was upset. Thought he was going to like take it. And he throw it did away. take it, but like throw it away. You didn't realize he was going to give it back. He did take it. He took it, put it in his mouth, and then put it back in Cat's mouth. So Cat is now imbued with the spirit of Joey Ryan and Effie through blow pop saliva. Best day ever. <laughs> Best I thought she was going to explode. Ever happiness, and if you can catch it on the playback, which I'm sure you will be able to, she it she does something that she only does when she's like super happy because she like puts her arms back and it's super. Oh, happy. when I penguin, yeah. When <laughs> yeah. you when you run like a teensy <laughs> from Rayman, um, this match. It's was, how I show joy. <laughs> yeah, this match was amazing. It was hilarious. Joey, like, just trying to get people to touch his dick and then they want to wrestle. And he's like, I mean, that's not really what I do. <laughs> it's so good. It's so spectacular. Um, I loved every microsecond of this match. This is one of the best matches PWX has ever put on, in my opinion. Um, it very well may be match of the year for me. They took the leash off. And I'm so glad they did. It was so good. You have have to allow the characters to be themselves. Yeah. Or it feels watered down. Yes. If we had gotten this on a PG show, I would have been pissed. Yes. Because it... It would not have been It would not have been right. It would not have felt like Effie and Joey. No. It felt like Effie and Joey. It was amazing. Just go watch it. it. It's so good. It is so fucking good. Um, I am a little disappointed there weren't Joey dick pic photo ops. There probably could have been if... I mean, did you ask him? I didn't, but um, my thing is, like, if they're doing that officially, I would go for it, but, like, I'm not going to ask for it, if that makes sense, because that seems weird. Hey, man, I want a picture with your dick. Anyway. And that seems like... I mean, a, if you ask for permission... But it's also, like, a good way for, in, like, six months, me to become really internet famous and it get weird, because that happened to someone we know when Leva was cosplaying as Joey, and Leva wanted to do the picture, and it... Super awkward, and the internet shit on him hard. Um, That's a bummer. I don't like the guy, so it's okay. I mean... But, yeah. Valid. But Joey Ryan and Effie was amazing. Everyone should. You know watch what it, it was? Amaze balls. It was amaze balls. Um, it was so good. 
It was so good in every way. I so. was so smugly happy this entire fucking match. Because you got the blow pop? Well, yes, but also that it was happening and that I was front row for it. It just so, so good. Speaking of the bitches trying to steal our seats, why would you not wear a Joey Ryan shirt? They were wearing a Walt Disney World shirt to a wrestling show. Mm-hmm. I and hate I hate them. Now, Joey loves Disney. I, I get that. I understand that. But come on. I hate them. Yeah, I know you do. They're um, garbage people. I'm really, really glad you got the blow pop. I am too. Because. Yeah. And it was delicious. It was watermelon flavored. I'm glad you got it then because I don't like watermelon. I mean. The paper was still stuck on it when you got it? Just part of it. I got it off. We're good. I don't remember who I was talking to you, who I was talking to with you there, but they were like, well, what if he goes in to give it for Doug? I was like, I will 100% intercept it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, full on. I I was not trying to get it, but also. Full on dive out of the sky. Also, we have behind the scenes talked to Joey. He will always prioritize females if there is a female. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh. He has said straight up, hey, man, thanks for the support, but. I try to give it to the girls. So. I bet he does. Yeah. Yeah, he does. It was fully consensual on everyone's part. I yeah. loved every second of it. We got to do a you sick fuck chant, which we don't usually get to do at PWX. And it was at me. It was. And then afterwards, one of our friends was like, man, you are a sick fuck. And I was like, you have no idea. It was the most appropriate chant who of my life. talked to like right before we left? I think so. Yeah, so, again, and I'm going to just make this public knowledge. Y'all think we're doing characters on this show, <laughs> and we aren't just sick, depraved. I'm just depraved, guys. We aren't sick, depraved bastards talking about alligator masturbators and shit. <laughs> okay, Dirty Word of the Week was not us. True. But it was pretty funny. So. But it was fucking hysterical. So, it was worth it. And it was fun trying to guess what they were. Yeah. But... No, that was not. D- There's only one I can remember. Which is? Well, I would like to see if you can guess it. Alligator fuckhouse. Obviously. <laughs> um, there was a Russian bobsled one. I don't even want to guess what that is. You ride them down the stairs. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I dig that, actually. There, there were, there's a few good ones that became the show titles. Just because they were so good. It was like, all right, well, that's obviously the show title. Valid. Um... But yeah, some of them were really easy, like common, and some of them were like, oh my fucking God, who came up with that? <laughs> Sometimes the but internet there, is a dark There was place. no way to continue that segment without the creator of it. Oh, so no. We had to let it go its way, booking SWA in Georgia. Um, we released it into the wild. Yeah. So, go watch Joey Ryan versus Effie. It was fantastic. All right. You ready? Our main event was Joey Ryan versus Effie. Let's be real. Undo P. Let's be real. That was the main event for us. Um, I was like emotionally checked out after that because yeah. I was at capacity. Well. I was also pregnant. <laughs> with Joey Ryan and Effie's baby. <laughs> Their spit baby. <laughs> so. Um, we got Slim J. I'm versus- so sorry for them if that makes them uncomfortable. Yeah. We got Slim J versus TJ Boss. Um, same problems with Slim J we've always had. Yes. Same match. Boss is a fucking monster. I feel like he does not get enough credit. He does not. For how 
spectacular a worker he is. He absolutely does not. He is a... He's so fast. Oh, God. He's such a good worker. Like, people... I think they forget what all he can do because they just see him do, like... Like the enforcer shit for the syndicate? Yeah. He is a legitimate competitor. You can put boss... Outright in his own. You can put boss one-on-one versus anyone, and it's going to be great. So good. And then you add in, if it's with someone he knows really well... Like Brash or uh, Ethan or anybody like that that they've been together for a while. Magic. He fucking kills it. He's so good. If you ever see Boss versus a bigger name, that alone is worth the $10 to get in at Chester. Um, he is such a good competitor. He's amazing. Um, and y'all gotta understand, this guy once picked me up and held me against the wall and threatened me. And now I love him because Slim J bores me. TJ Boss does not. Correct. Um, probably the best Slim J match we've seen in a while. To be and he honest. was getting his ass kicked the whole time. <laughs> so Boss got the win. And we all lost our shit in the best of ways. And we popped. Hard. And the thing is. We popped Hard. The thing is, it wasn't just us. No, it was not. There are times we're sh- like our group is shitting on something, and let's be real, y'all know our group at this point. Yeah, it's us, Sam, Nikki, Matthew, and Kiefer, and then other friends who come sporadically. Yes, and Chris, and Chris, and Marcus, and our group. Yeah, you know we shit on stuff. That's that's what we do. And you know I'm loud. And Cat's very loud. And it's hilarious. So it might just be like the six of us, but it sounds like 40 people because of me. But a lot of times it sounds like we plan something. We don't. We We don't don't. plan anything. It just happens. We have similar mindsets. So this pop, though, was not just our row. It was a large portion of the crowd. So I need to point out that through shady doings, the opportunistic Use of resources. Opportunistic use of fellow man resources. And female resources. Just resources. resources. Through opportuni- opportunistic use of resources, boss one. He's supposed to be the bad guy. And the place lost its shit. In like such a good way. I hope y'all were watching. Um, anyone who is thinking this title run is working needs to watch the ending of that match again and watch how much the crowd popped. Even the, like, 11-year-old sitting behind us hates Slim J. And I know... I know that's been brought up, like, Slim J appeals to the kids. He doesn't, though. Obviously he doesn't, because that kid behind us hated Slim J. Yeah. Well, they can't connect to Slim Shady. Yeah. They have... They, it makes no sense to them. You can't say he appeals to children, but he is in no way... Well, and he's not... ...relevant to pop culture or on their age. The reason Cena is a babyface is because he can get on a mic and turn a crowd through a journey where they go from booing him to cheering him 
and it doesn't matter who it is. Slim J cannot make me cheer him. No. His moves are great. His moves are fantastic. His in-ring work, I have nothing against. But his lack of promo and his lack of character, I, I just don't understand what's going on with him. Talent-wise, does he deserve to have a belt? Sure. But I need something new. I need a new formula. I need a new character. I need something to change Slim J. Because he's been the same since he started at Pure. Um, Boss should be the champion right now. Yay, sure. Because all of a sudden, out of nowhere... We're using instant replay on the fucking cameras. Right, which we've to, never fucking used before. To change a decision. Now, I get doing the dusty finish. But here's the thing. The dusty finish is supposed to work the other way for the baby face to lose to the heel. Not the heel to lose to the baby face. The heel is supposed to have the belt. So again... Y'all just made the syndicate babyface because they got screwed over by the management. The syndicate is the greatest babyface in PWX right now. Oh, yeah. Um, Without a doubt. And I don't think it was on purpose. But they speak truth. They know what fans want. You speak your truth. They're all talented. And Boss beat Slim J. Without the use of instant replay. Which so. we've never fucking used before. We're just using all kinds of new rules all of a sudden. I bet you they don't use it anywhere else either. Was this the best show of the year? To date, yes. For PWX? Yes. Yeah. Take the leash off more. It makes it a better show. Drop the PG. And warn families, hey, you might hear some cussing. That's all I'm asking. Wrestling's just better when you don't have to be censored. Wrestling's better when it feels more authentic. And the reason I don't like most like crime procedurals that come on NBC and CBS and all that shit is because you're dealing with hardened criminals getting caught by the cops and they're like, oh, oh man! man. <laughs> I'm like... That is not what they would say! That guy would be like, fuck you, pig! Yeah, like, Because right. I can do procedurals on Showtime and HBO because they can cuss. Yeah. It takes me out of the show when it doesn't feel real. Yeah. And when you're trying to build the amount of heat. Like the heat they had with Case and Skyler on this show. The heat they're building. Next time, when they're not cussing, it's not going to feel as real. Nope. Because I know neither of them isn't foul-mouthed. So, I don't know. I would like the PG rating to go away. I would also enjoy that. Um, and it's not that I need... I don't want death matches. No, I don't need... I don't even need more hardcore matches. I don't need us to become GCW. Just let them say whatever. whatever the fuck they feel like. I don't need a match called the Clusterfuck. Like, I'm not taking it that far. Yeah. You don't have to give me, like, the Effie and Mike, you know, whipped cream and assholes. You don't even have to give me an F-bomb every show. Just let it be authentic. Yeah. Let let a babyface come out and tell the heel he's full of shit. Yeah. That's all I'm asking. It doesn't have to be crazy. Okay, we're in the South. You don't gotta drop a GD. 
We forgot to mention something earlier, and I'm, I'm so upset Go momentarily. Ahead. Did you know that Josh Powers knows how to use his nipples appropriately? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Josh Powers gets his nips out and wins. Like you're fucking supposed to. Because nips mean, nips out is serious business. Yeah. Kurt Angle didn't lose when he got his nips out, which is why he's a goddamn legend. You do Uh, not get your nips out mid-match and then lose. Kurt Angle got his nips out with a broken freaking neck. You get your nips out at the very end and then Uh, clean house. Alright. So, um, yeah, you are 100% right. Unfortunately, we have somewhere to be in a little bit. So we need to wrap this thing up. Never! Okay. I mean, unless you want to take the laptop there and record with them about shit they don't see or care about. No, I'm good. <laughs> uh, Alright, so that was too close for comfort. Probably PWX show of the year. Yep. Not our show of the year, because that was obviously Revolver. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Alright. You can find us at Sad Podcast on the things. Um, mainly Twitter is what we use. If you need us anywhere else, you're probably talking to Cat, not me. Because I don't check anything but the Twitter. Uh, we're on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play. Anywhere and everywhere you want to listen to a podcast. Are we on Spotify? Spotify, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, one of my friends I was hanging out with... The, few weeks ago mm-hmm. ended up following us on spotify interesting yeah um We're i don't not. i don't think she's still listening but that's okay so anyway on that note shalom motherfuckers i got nothing <laughs> <laughs>